Extra, extra, read all about it. Take a gander at Turbuckle Tabloid. Five, four, three, two, one, zero, ignition, liftoff. I'm so tempted to watch it again on um on the fire stick. Oh, you what? I, the what? The on, on the oh on the um on the, the uh, other Re- app, Regal on, Cinemas on the yeah I mean go to um Regal Cinemas <laughs> go out there. I'm so tempted to watch it again, but it's like why not? Uh, I want to go with somebody like I want I want to go like how we went again like the like, crew with the crew. So I would bring a viewing yeah. party. We love you, love you. Does Will like the Queen? I'm gonna find out today. We'll find out today. I think he does. I think he's a Queen fan. I do. Let me ask you because I really wanted to ask you. Up. I want to ask you since we um since since we watched the movie, you seen it twice already. Who was your favorite band? Like who who is your favorite band of all time? Event Sevenfold. Okay, right. Yeah. Uh, and when did you know? When did you know about Queen? Like your parents listened to it, right? Uh, I've known them since forever. But I I knew them forever just because of my dad and right. my mom. So like I've known them since I was a little kid. I just never knew them into detail, and I didn't go into like every single song until not recently, until a few years ago. But the movie really like just changed everything, you know. So did Queen like go up on your ladder of favorite bands? Queen's probably number two now. Yeah, no, no one's gonna be sevenfold for me. I, I gotta wrap them on my back, son. I, I, no, no, no I, I get that. I get that. No one, no one. Mook. Um, yeah, I get it. You call me a mook for that? Yeah, um, no, never. I have to I have to show that tattoo to um to my cousin because you know she's a oh, right, right, seven right. fat too. Nah. One day after because I was at I was at shout out to my aunt B. We was at the crib yesterday um, celebrating my aunt. You motherfucker! Hey, motherfucker! My aunt Carmen's birthday. We were celebrating after Thanksgiving and stuff. And um, I have to so take divine. you. My mother, my mother said, "Have you ever invited Maddie?" I said, "Yeah," but he's a bitch. He don't go to shit like that. I'll come. Yeah. What please. do you mean? You know what I mean? Today you're debating whether or not to go to somebody else's house. That's not true. Really? No. Hold on. I, Oh, I'm taking a phone call. I can't. I, I'll, I'll tell my Answer the phone. Nah, I'll tell my Answer the phone. Nah, I'll tell my call later. So, um, I, I'm, I, I shouldn't, I really shouldn't, I really should have been professional and had it on vibrate. But fucking. You're the mook. Whatever. And first of all, don't question me not coming. Yeah, it's true though. Cause you know for a fact, if you invited me to family party, I would come, bro. Represent. And I would, I would love to meet them. Alright, B, got you. Got you on the next rebound, son. Got you. Yeah, right. when? Got you when? The, when is that? Got you on the next humble. July. Yeah, for my birthday. For your birthday. Come on, bro. What are you talking about? I would definitely come. I want to meet Wanda. Yeah. <laughs> that motherfucker. Mother. Um, and yo, there's one day oh, I'm really... I, you know what? Uh, you should have a family roundtable and record it on the show. I got to... Um, I should. Uh, I, I got to tell you guys that since there's since we're on certain different platforms, iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify, uh, iTunes, such and such like that... There's a lot of stuff that we're able to share with everybody, and we're grateful to be able to do it on these certain different outlets. Different masses. Yeah, and, and we're grateful, and especially we're watching the numbers grow week by week. Guys are, are really being a part of the show, subscribing and watching us, which is a great thing, and, I, and, I, and I'm thankful. And Olski as well, thank you for that as well. Yes, yes. But there's also certain things that we can't share because of copyright issues, and we don't want to get... You know the the Bashed. the man at uh, RageWorks himself, the man who's put it all together, Rich, and we won't get him in trouble and then fuck our shit up. So what we've done over here is we opened up a new forum just for that alone, where you're gonna get content where we're gonna be able to share certain aspects that might not 
be uh, that eligible on the el- show. On the show. So we we open up a SoundCloud where uh, uh, you guys can listen to uh, extended shows, extra shows, uh, bonus stuff, which we'll delve into that. Uh, it, it's 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 gonna be interesting. You guys could get that at SoundCloud. Where it's called um Ray um Red Room Studio. Mm, I like that. I it's like a, that. You can get us at Red Room Studio. So look, search for Red Room Studio. No, no, sorry, Red Room Radio. That's what it is. You know what we should make Red Red Room Radio. What's that thing that the, that people do? Um, fuck, gay porn. Yeah, that too. Yeah, gay there's porn. A, there's a page that people do like. What people would want to watch us do gay porn? I don't I've think had a few requests. Lucky fuck. I don't that shit. <laughs> I got a few requests on Facebook about that shit. <laughs> would you do gay porn? No, I like yeah. You, so you get us there. Wait, I'm, did someone say gay? Uh, what? But, but but what you could get from there is we'll do bonus content where we'll do um we'll do reviews of such like uh for for Chemical Tablet we'll do stuff like where we'll goof on uh, promos, right? Um, um, bad wrestling, bad wrestling commentary. You know, maybe we should bring it back. Oh, we didn't buy a ticket to. Oh, that's coming specifically soon. to. That's coming soon for Facebook Live. I'm already working on yeah. it, getting that done. Yeah, we're gonna be doing some shit for that. We gotta watch Kratos. Yes, at a that was at a, scary. That Phoenix Wrestling. Phoenix, yeah. What, what, what a show. Uh, also, we'll be doing stuff. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm fishing to do a new, uh, new series, a new podcast, uh, particularly for stand up comedy. That's coming up soon. Once I get the groundwork and the the. the this dude's the Paul Heyman of podcasts. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like my hand is fucking in every fucking cookie jar. And plus, also for Comey when it's over, there's a lot of content that I love. I know that Josie's boy would like to do pertaining to certain things, and that'll be his outlet to share as well. So yep. keep on the lookout for that. It's on, uh, like I said, uh, Red's Room Radio. That's gonna be basically this is just the stu- that's what we're calling the studio. Red Room. Me likey, me likey, long time. We're not on Facebook Live, right? We're not- nah, not yet, not yet. We're doing um, we're gonna be doing cutting a promo for that. Sock beef. Possibly do um also the review of a uh, NXT and Survivor Series. Um, on there? On Facebook Live? Or you want to save that? I don't know. So it depends on how they behave. Oh, how they behave. Listen, I, I think for- You better keep your shit in check, yo. I think every week we should, we should give them a little bit more based on how they do. If we get more viewers and we get comments and shares, we give them more. If they don't and they're lazy? Who fuck. knows? You might see a dick. You might see my cock. Nah. <laughs> and then you pull up a, a rooster. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then I show my dick is a picture of Richard Nixon. <laughs> Dick Cheney. Hey, Dick Cheney. <laughs> Welcome everybody Dick to Van Dyke. <laughs> Dick Clark. <laughs> I can yeah. do this all day, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Welcome everybody to another episode of Turnbuckle Tabloid. I am your host, Jay the Red Santa. And I am. I'm not the fat man Devin Devast- Devastation no more. No. We're dropping that. We're dropping that. I'm just Olski this week. Oh wow. We're not feeling the fat no more. No, I don't like being Especially cold. after Thanksgiving? I'm not the fat man Devin Ayers. I'm the fat ass Devin Ayers devastation. Yeah! The macaroni and cheese chomper. The ham and the ham supreme devouter. I'm the Thanksgiving. I'm the leftover kid. I eat y'all leftovers. I'm the fat man Devin Ayers devastation. Don DeMarco, DeMarco. Meh fan, Matt. Give me your, hashtag bring me your leftovers. Damn, that's what, that's what I'm talking about, buddy. Shit, I, I love the enthusiasm. Hand me the mashed potatoes. That's Hand right. Hand me the turkey. By the way, did you enjoy the penny? That shit was mad good. Man. <laughs> you didn't tell me. You didn't say anything. <coughs> I'll be honest with you. I want more. <coughs> no, I'll tell you. You're going to take, you're gonna, you're gonna take the, the, the take home. 
I got you, Fuck, bro. bro. Down the Marco, Marco. You just blew it up this week, bro. Fat man. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a fat man on the fat and just, be, just because you wanted it, I just want to let everybody know I am also known as Mr. Eater the Mac there J. Santee. There you Santee, go. So. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you check us out on social media. Let's check us out on a like and group you page on Facebook. Check us out on Instagram at Turbuckle Tabloid. Check us out on Twitter as well as on uh, all other outlets. But on Twitter, you can find us at Turbuckle Tab. And uh, YouTube, TRS at Turbuckle Tabloid. Anchor, Turbuckle Tabloid. TRS at Turbuckle Tabloid. And all other outlets as well that's pertaining to podcasting. iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Play Music. We're all there. Just type it in. Turbuckle Tabloid. It'll pop up. We'll be in your face. In your place. Shout out to all you dudes who's been and, and ladies. Who's been downloading this stream and the very you know, few ladies, the very few <laughs> ladies, and the ones who who are listening, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for the scrutiny we've been giving. I need to bring I need to bring some some eye candy for the ladies. I'm gonna start doing shows with my shirt off. I like that. That's that's a bad idea. Yeah, he's gonna have a cutout of a, of a six pack <laughs> ass. I'm gonna take my shirt off and I'm gonna have a sweater. <laughs> a six pack sweater. I took my shirt off. Now nah, I got a sweater. It's mad pale. Yeah, right. It, it doesn't match with your skin tone. Yeah, I'm like green. <laughs> this is horrible. You know, I'm excited for this week. Why? I'm excited. We 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 can't, we're not gonna announce what we're doing next week. No, not yet, not yet, not yet. But but I'm excited. We're gonna do it at the end of. The, yeah, the but I'm excited about this week because I don't it's, know. We I left you off last week with uh, let's just say uh, a cliffhanger, a cliffhanger. And before we continue with the opening salvo, which I do want to discuss a quick story about what happened on Instagram this week and Black Friday and all that, real quick. We have homicide this week. Yes, sir. And before anything, I just want to say how humbled that I am after uh, having a man like that on our show. I want to thank him very much from me personally for being on the show. And uh, motherfuckers, we got homicide like that. that and, and it's gonna be a and that's one, big, it's gonna man. recurring. It's gonna be a recurring spot. It's gonna be a recurring spot. This is this, this, it's called um, ride or die with homicide. Good day, boys and girls. Once again, it's about that time to enjoy stories from your favorite wrestler and mine. You guys got to get hyped for this he's one. He's funny. He's witty. He's charming. And he'll give you the stories that you'll love to sit back and listen to. It's Ride or Die with Homicide. It's lit, though. Oh, you got to get hyped for this. Ride or Die with Homicide. Probably mad hype. Yo, it's, it sounds so white. And he goes, Yo, what's good, dog? It's homicide. Until. Ah! <laughs> what? <laughs> so, yeah. No, you know what you should do? I'll talk to Mike about it. That uh, That is going to be. Most likely a monthly segment with our wow. guy. He's he's chimed in. That's a big big pickup for us big, here at Tampa Tampa. Shout out to that boy, my Odyssey. guy, Homicide. See what I'm saying is you need a, in that intro you should put Homicide, but they want to change the music. You go, nah, fuck that. Next up is Homicide. <laughs> Come on, son. I, I like the teaser though because it makes it seem like it's such this happy go lucky. No, that's what I'm saying. They want to change it, but want to want to change it to the gunshots. You should yeah. be like this. Nah, motherfuckers, we got <laughs> homicide. Like that should be lit, yo. So the uh, the segment is more about um homicide telling his stories, his road stories, being on the road through the years. The man has been in the business since 1994. Damn, bro, before I was born, 94, 95, around that time. Yeah, and then we discussed because he he used to work for an indie promotion that was in my neighborhood. Yeah, and um. He started from there. I, I I remember watching him. We went to school together. Didn't know it. 
Wow. And he was the dickhead in your class. No, 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 no. He's a year younger than me, but we went to the same school, but didn't know it. And um, it's just funny how the worlds tie into intertwine, each other. intertwine. Yeah. Neighborhoods the, stick with neighborhoods. Man. The, the promoter of the the first indie promotion that he did work for in New York City lived in my building. Wow. And I grew up with his with the kids' sons. Like I still, mm. I still have him friends on Facebook to this day and all that. So see what you're off a conversation. I'm telling you, it's fucking hilarious. And believe me, as a monthly segment, this is going to be a big, big pickup for so us. Think, here think at about Turbo this. Think about the content we're giving you, ladies and gentlemen, on this show. We got happy hour with Hank, wrestling rundown, a cutting out promo every week. We have once a month. We have homicide in the building. Much more is in store. We have interviews. What more can you ask for, man? Like we're giving the the, the supreme. I got something for you. Do you want to play it now? Or you want to wait till for during the show? What is it? It the uh, the the game is called Who Has More Followers. Oh jeez. Okay. Cool. We'll play that. You you want to play it now? Or you want to save it? I wanted to tell my my story with amazing red. Oh cool cool. Oh no, I wanted to do that. On, I wanted to do that on Facebook Live though. Okay, fine, fine. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll see. What, so if you want to play the game now and then we'll close it off. You ahead. know what? Uh, or do you want the game to be played with them? Yes, we could do that. We could play with them. But all right, all right, all right. Because you know what? Yeah, tell your story about Amazing Red. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. Tell it now. You don't want them to know? No, 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 no. That's something they better download the episode for because right, it's cool. fucking hilarious. But right, because so, the game will be the game is better. All right, cool. So um, this week was, of course, Thanksgiving, and once again, everyone here at Terminal Tablet would like to give you a happy holidays. Oh, well, for all you people who celebrated Friendsgiving, fuck out of here. We celebrated Friendsgiving. That's a thing. Yes. What is that? People who celebrate Thanksgiving because, you know, the real Thanksgiving is about slaughter and massacre. So I don't celebrate Thanksgiving. I celebrate Friendsgiving where I just have dinner with my friends. It's usually on a Friday. It's not on the typical Thursday as anybody else do. Fucking millennial bullshit. Any case. I don't like penis, so I don't do that. <laughs> I don't like penis. So. Listen, Thanksgiving for me was just cooking and had nobody over and everything becomes leftovers anyway. Facts. I didn't really didn't and care. You for good for you, good I for didn't people. care. I didn't really give a fuck. I, I, I cook food like I'm, I, I cook for the military. I don't give a you shit. You were more hyped for the fucking um, football games. Then yeah, I'm off. I'm on vacation. I'm drinking beers. I'm having wine. I don't give a fuck. Who cares? Surprised you haven't even started that. <laughs> what? Oh, all right. Cool. <laughs> I didn't see that. Anyway, happy so, Friendsgiving. <laughs> Cheers. So uh, this week I was actually on Instagram real quick before we start the next segment, which cutting promo is going to be crazy this week. Amazing Red was on Instagram and posted a picture of Enzo Amore on Instagram and posted a, a caption like a meme, whatever, right? I'm scrolling through Instagram and I think that Enzo Amore posted this, right? right? So I think, oh shit, Enzo Amore posting his, he was a picture of him in the car with his fucking wig on and his fucking hoodie from Survivor Series. And he posted a picture, and it was like, "Oh, when you're waiting for the Thanksgiving dinner to be cooked, right?" And I thought it was red. So I know I didn't think it was red at first. So I thought it was Enzo Amore. Yeah, you thought Enzo posted that, right? So I commented, and I was like, "Yo, stop trying to be famous off your off being a dickhead." I'm like, "No one likes you." I'm like, "And, and you're you're irrelevant." I'm like, "Your rap game sucks," and all this. I said, "I said a bunch of shit." I went off. Yo, he said this to Amazing Red. No, thinking it was Enzo. I thought it was, and Enzo. it was on Amazing Red's post. <laughs> You calling Amazing Red irrelevant? I called him a poser. A poser? What? Were you drinking or something? Like No, I was just, just pissed at Enzo. Because I, but you weren't paying attention when you were posting. I wasn't at. paying attention, no. Oh, so I, com- I commented, went off on Amazing Red's page, not thinking it was Amazing Red. I thought it was Enzo. And then I get a, a bunch of comments, like indie wrestlers. I get comments from fans, from you know people. And they're commenting going, he's already famous. He's amazing. He's Amazing Red. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? I was like, wait, what's going on right now? 
We gotta watch that. We're later. watching that later, bro. Thanksgiving throwdown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, guys, we're gonna share, we're probably gonna share it on Facebook Live, but Thanksgiving throwdown. Thanksgiving bro. throwdown. This is this is a cringeworthy moment. It's red. My... It's, it's red. Um, Baba oh. Booey forgiveness tape. <laughs> <laughs> my introduction to the world of of wrestling, through, wrestling through media through the media. Let's just yeah. say that he looks completely different. Yeah, it, it was. Oof. You ate a lot of Thanksgiving that year. <laughs> Yeah, how, how was the stuffing? <laughs> um, but no, but continue, continue. So, um, a lot of people are bashing me on Instagram, indie wrestlers, and watch them saying, yo, he's not irrelevant. He's amazing red. What the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, wait a minute, what? Turns out I found out that it was on amazing red's page, not knowing. And before I could delete it, amazing red comments. And he commented and he was like, amazing red goes, Next time you're on my page, watch your mouth, dickhead. And he was like, and he was like, and by the way, shut and the he didn't say dick because he, he put he, he put, doesn't really curse like that. No, so he, he put he put eggplant emoji, then put head. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit! I was like, oh shit! You know who liked his comment? Sasha Banks. <laughs> Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks commented. You had the worst. That was a Baba Booey moment. It was, bro. Sasha Banks commented, "OMG!" with mad laughing emojis, bro, and was dead. And I was here like, damn, bro. Like, I got, I didn't mean it. So I, 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 I so moral of the story is. What, no, no. What did you do? Like, I, I, I DM'd him and I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I felt bad. I didn't know it was him. And I have much love to Amazing Red. So I didn't. <laughs> so, uh, Red probably thinks I'm a pussy. <laughs> Because I would have too. I would have. I would have bothered us. I'd have been like, yo, I was fucked. I didn't. I didn't know. Me, it was because I would have been like, yo, I was fucked up. I was drinking. I had too much coquito. <laughs> I did ask comment. I, I, so I DM'd him and I was like, listen, Red, I'm sorry. I was like, hope you're having a good Thanksgiving. I was like, I thought that was Enzo. I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, I thought I was Enzo, bro. I'm sorry. And he was like, he was like, I, he was like, it's cool. He was like, it's cool. Have a good Thanksgiving with a um, turkey emoji. Oh, that would have been bad though. That would have been and bad. For, for, that would have been bad if he didn't for do it. us. Yeah, for, for us, it would have been bad. Oh my god! And when I heard the story when he first told me, I didn't even think about like the repercussions. Like, dog, we're fucked. Like, dude, you were walking to HOG, we're done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Facts, bro. I, went, I was more laughing at the fucking the. The, the idiocy fucking, of me, yeah, exactly the the fucking clumsiness of yourself. Bro, I scrolled down. They didn't even see Amazing Red. And I was like, this motherfucker. Enzo, and then he bro. said he was getting tagged, and Amazing Red kept coming up on the tag. And yeah, like, Why the yeah. Fuck is this? I was I was I was playing my PlayStation, and every time I checked my phone, I had like Amazing Red on my Instagram comments. I just thought, I was like, why is Amazing Red keep being pulled up? And I look at my phone, and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I was like, is Amazing Red posted that? I was like, no way. Oh, shit. Moral of the story, look at the person that is posting the picture before you comment. That's why I don't ever, I don't, I don't do that. I don't, um, um, I don't like commenting on other people's shit. Like, Enzo got me tight because like he, he's trying to use his uh, stupid. <laughs> Enzo got you mad? Enzo got me mad, bro. So. He had the worst wig ever. He looked like fucking Bart Simpson. Remember when Bart? Yeah, he, he looked, tried, yep, yeah. He, had he, wig. he was like Stan Emo, Emo Stan from South Park. <laughs> <laughs> There's a character, oh, I'm going to show you right now, um, I'm gonna show you right now. Um, when back in the '90s, Garth Brooks, the country singer, uh-huh. he did this thing where he had a a, 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 a a pseudo individual, like he had this 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 alter alter ego, yeah, and it was called Chris Gaines. Oh no, that's not like a wrestler. I, I ain't gonna front though. I kind of, I kind of. There's one song that he has that I kind of really liked. Damn, you it like was Chris Gaines? Cool. Yeah, yeah, I like Chris Gaines, but you have to see what. Hold on, I want to get a good picture of him. He looks like a. Like fucking Enzo with the wig. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Damn, but I'm not getting a good pick of it. It's so fucking hard. Any case, 
We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that shit with Enzo. That was fucking ridiculous. You saw Pox, you saw Pox Instagram? Which was what? Oh, that's a wrestling rundown, buddy. You have to save that for later. Who, Pac? Yeah. Tu- um, um, Tupac? X-Pac? Neville. Oh, Neville? Oh, okay. Like, he commented on his WWE skit and all that shit on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the black hair automatically. <laughs> the black hair, It's bro. so, like, I can't, damn, I wish I could get a better pick of it. Emo Stan. Oh, here it goes, here it goes. Look, look. He <laughs> was like, like, um, Mind Freak. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Never, oh, fucking um, Chris, um, Chris, Chris Angel, Chris Angel, mind free, <laughs> mind free. So uh, yeah, um, don't don't comment on people's shit not knowing who who posted it. Yo, I, got, I almost got fucked in the rear. Terrible. Well, that's terrible. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I went off too. I was like, you pose your motherfucker. Yeah, like you didn't even like pull. You didn't even pull back. Like you went off. Like, if I was red, I'd have been like, why is this kid so mad at me? What the fuck I did to him? He like, got tight. He got tight. Oh, well. All right, guys. When we come back, we're going to have uh, tons in store. But like I said, we have... Um... <laughs> Cutting a promo this week is death matches. Awesome, man. Death, death matches. This is, this is going to be a discussion for the days. Also, like I said... Uh... Survivor Series <laughs> so we NXT have, review. We have, uh, have a game to play. And uh, the segment of all segments kicking it off. A big one that we have. Ride or Die with Homicide debuts this week. What? You guys, you guys get jam packed episodes every fucking week. Man. Yeah, and uh, next it, week we have a good interview. Yeah, we got. Oh, that was like, yeah, that's actually really good too. So, guys, uh, don't go anywhere. Stick around. We'll return and take a listen to my boy Papito, well, uh, featuring Denzel E. Marlex. Some some reggaeton for you guys. Reggaeton. Uh, no hay pa nada. Nadie. I need, I need to edge my, educate myself in the No hay pa nadie. No hay pa nadie. That's the name of the song. I, I'm, I, my Spanish is okay, but my reading of it is terrible. Trash. So don't go anywhere, guys. Stick around. We return. We'll return to Turnbuckle Tabloid with Kakai Carl and Met Fan Matt. No lo va a hacer nadie, no hay 
Tabloid is back with Jay Santi and Mr. Young, White, and Privileged. Turnbuckle Tabloid is cutting a promo. Yo, I'm cutting a promo, y'all. Oh, you are, son? You about to cut that promo, son? I'm with it. You with it? You ready to cut that promo, son? All right, ladies and gentlemen. So this week's cutting a promo is <laughs> Death Matches. Um, no, no, no. This week is specifically it's it's about death matches, but it's specifically about how we shouldn't even be talking about this. Cause I don't consider it wrestling. Why not? I'm going on a rant this week. Fuck this shit. I'm done with it because you know what? Um, this week we were in light of some devastating. Hi, Matthew. Hi. Who's saying hi to me? It's not, no, it's on some guy named Matthew who said hi. So I wanted to make sure they know. never say hi and hi. be Matthew again. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, <laughs> not you. This mother, whoever Matt is. This week we saw light of a terrible, terrible, terrible incident of, I wouldn't even call it, it's not wrestling, son. I don't care if it's in between the four ropes, three ropes. That's not wrestling, bro. Um, we had a wrestling match where, oh, damn, have Neva even called that. Some guy got a fractured skull because during a death match he got thrown a cinder block, a legit cinder block at his fucking head. Now I know Red is not a fan of death matches, so he's gonna go off on his belief on it and how, what he, what his true? Well, actually, we had two back to back things that happened with Death David Arquette. Right, we had the David Arquette inc- incident where he got. Um, Matthew said, "Let's pray for Roman Reigns." Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Prayers up. Oh, we did that already. We did that already. Wish to some wish to the disease on someone else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We we wanted to pass it to somebody else. <laughs> pass the torch. Yeah, exactly. But um. So we had David O'Kev versus Nick fucking Gage uh, two weeks ago. It's weird that you actually got to say that shit. Nick fucking Gage! <laughs> I wonder if you, yo, at Thanksgiving, do they, they, they introduce him? Hi. I want to introduce you to my boyfriend. <laughs> Family, please be nice. He's, he's a really good guy. He's shy. He's a little bit shy. Don't mind the, don't mind the bandage on his head. It's because of his work. He's a very busy man. Um, he's actually in the wrestling business. I'm not sure if you guys really would understand that but um he's a really sweetheart he's a real sweet he treats me so nice i'm a princess to him um this is nick fucking gage 
<laughs> sorry. Sorry, Grandma, but that's this his name. Sorry, Grandma. So Nick fucking Gage. This is my mother. It's my father. It's my brother. It's my brother Sam. Hi. Say hi, Sam. Hi, Sam. Sam, this is Nick fucking Gage. Well, hi, Nick fucking Gage. How are you? And um, that's my nana. Oh, and uh, that's her husband, uh, Phil. Oh, he's hi. not really my grandfather, but it's well, hi, Nick fucking Gage. Have a seat, sir. <laughs> he's like, thanks a lot, everybody. You please, you can take the fucking out the name. <laughs> Sorry, you don't have to come in. It's only for, it's only for work. Please, sit on the barbed wire chair. <laughs> <laughs> it's only for work. And please, if you ever, during Thanksgiving, if you ever feel the chance to take the wishbone and stab it in my cut, no, 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 we don't have to do that. No, it's fine. So yeah, so we had uh the big match with David Arquette, and then we also because I'm trying to get the, I'm trying to pull up the name of the the douchebag. <laughs> oh, that was hit with the brick. All right, I'm getting it right now. Uh, so we had David Arquette versus Nick fucking Gage. Okay, the two individuals in that match was Angel Dominio versus uh, uh, Cuervo, uh, Cuervo, who's who's actually Puerto Rican. He's a fucking he's a Puerto Rican wrestler. And uh, go, ahead, go ahead, proceed. Nah, I'm good. You good, girl? Nah, I'm serious. Um, but so we saw David Arquette get his uh, seriously injured, and we saw that match where yeah, fucking blood coming out of his neck. Yep, yep. And they had to end the match quickly due to you know. Him getting a cut through his neck. So, if you were to give me the, the definition of death match, what would what would you give it? What, if you were to give me a sentence describing death match, what would it be? A death match? Don't put wrestling in it. Don't put no, the word death wrestling. match. Is, is it's a no? But that's what it is. It's a wrestling match that is pertained to have ultra violent measures. It has um it has if, weapons that are not usually used in a typical wrestling match like glass typical, pipes tubes. yeah in, in wrestling matches you think of chairs tables tables ladders and chairs yeah sometimes a kendo stick death matches have bricks i'm assuming now uh, fucking uh glass death tubes. matches have uh, lighting tubes lighting tubes fucking uh, uh nail guns yep staplers staplers i saw i saw a match where a guy hung a fucking flyer on a guy's forehead yeah, yeah. for his next fucking match. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> nice promotion. Right? Self-loathing promotion. I actually what have a marketing fuck? project on how to promote something. Should I say that? Staple the poster yeah, on someone's it, forehead? Staple it on the fucking on a classmate's forehead. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, that's awful. But in these two instances, um, we've me and Red have of course, if you're a wrestling fan, you know death matches. We've seen CCW, we've seen you know the guy who goes, um, <laughs> Who's the guy who's known to being a deathmatch king and he's a fucking douchebag? He fucking goes, um, what's his famous line in Botchermania? Oh, Jesus! Jesus! You know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, I'm gonna put you on. That's a douchebag who fucking, um, they're on the ceiling of the building and they fell off into like the hay sack full in the dumpster okay, in the yeah, back. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. talking right, about? Right, right. So, the one that, the one that, um, the one, one of the guys that I remember for, Big time death matches was um, uh, Necro Butcher. Necro Butcher was known from in in the two thousands as a as a death match wrestling kind of guy. But you also got to understand this this comes from way before them. Death matches came from in the seventies and the eighties with guys like Abdullah the Butcher, uh, Salmon, uh, uh, no, um, Bruiser Brody. That these were guys that that lived. That fucking that wrestling fucking match gimmicks shit like that. That's what here's, my, here's my question to you, right? If when people want to become wrestlers, do they do they do they do they, do they say I want to become a wrestler, 
Do, do they have a choice? Yeah, picture? like fucking like like, like no. Matt Matt says like fucking tax. Yeah, tax. Like mm. oh jeez. So my question to you is like, when when they want to become a wrestler, do they do they have do they do they say I want to become a wrestler or become or I want to become a deathmatch wrestler? Is deathmatch in a different category as true as regular wrestling? From what I what what I've I've like do you train to become a deathmatch wrestler I've, or a regular wrestler is it different? What I've what I've lived when I've heard from wrestlers who go, who go into these matches who are possibly um how would you say like they're they're built for these kind of matches sometimes it's just because it's more money there's more money in those matches right uh there's also to a, a, a thing to where um some guys they're trained in wrestling but they can't get over as wrestlers that way right they're more trained into doing this these kind of matches because they're prone to violence uh being able to take certain Maneuvers on fucking apparatuses and shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's fucking ridiculous. Like to me, I don't consider it wrestling. I really don't. I don't put it in the wrestling. The category first two minutes is like lock up, lock up. Don't don't throw you outside the ring. Here comes the fucking weapons. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a cream pie. Yeah. That has fucking um nails in it. Oh. <laughs> How that, creative. That's, that's not, not a bad, bad idea, idea though. though. It'd be like a Joker fucking maneuver. I like that. Like, that should be Joker's finisher uh, in Injustice. Pie and face. Pie and, and face. And she's blood. It's like, yeah. that's not the cream. That's uh, real blood. Why the fuck my eyeball is hanging off my face? What the <laughs> fuck is that? Stan Hansen was part of that too. Like, uh, Of course, Mick Foley, Terry Funk, these guys were fucking deathmatch people as well. Um, yeah, but Terry didn't Terry Terry knew wrestling though. Yeah, Terry was a wrestler early on, but what happened was, was he that said, "Fuck it." He had to go into make more money when he went to Japan. They had these uh, exploding ring matches, and that's where the bread was at. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but seriously, like they, these are guys that that and and, and listen, it, I can't knock it. These motherfuckers, they, it takes fucking balls to do that. This week we have homicide on the show doing his segment, and he, even he said he's like, I'm not really into that shit. Like, I would right. break a motherfucker's ankle trying to do that shit on me. Yeah, like, that shit's od, man. Like, uh, and the thing is, like, I just find it like uncomfortable to put it in the same category as wrestling because throwing a cinder block at someone's skull is not wrestling. It is murder and assault. It is not wrestling. That's not wrestling. A pile driver is wrestling. A body slam is wrestling. <laughs> Well, the incident that happened in Mexico was fucking assault. That's assault. Apparently, the reason why that occurred was because the wrestler who threw said fucking brick was upset because during the match, he was hit with stiff shots from a chair. But the motherfucker didn't. He knew. He he knew. He knew. How you phrase that? He no selled the fucking chair shots. You saw it in the video. Right, 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 right. Yo, you got banged in the head two times with a chair. He was like, like, all right, whatever. What up, son? Let me get this brick. What the fuck? (laughs) Like, what? Was this is this, is this is, is, was this a known promotion in whatever it was? Um, I guess. I mean, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I guess. Um, uh, I, I the Facebook crowd live. Was, I, I do want you guys to comment on your right. opinion. On yeah, there's a lot that's going on. I see popping up. Um, sweaty eyebrows always, always on the pop up. I I think when when it comes to these matches, it's um, you get you get. Individuals who are good for that. Uh, Game Changer Wrestling, uh, GCW, shout out to them there. They, they have their wrestling, but they also have a certain, uh, they have certain element in which they like to use that type of wrestling as well as their 
their their marquee matches. That those were, that was the the David Arquette Nick fucking Gage match. <laughs> uh, that that was that that was on the GCW. Big old a big a little big old ski. AJ, what up, y'all? Um, nice GCW hat, by the way. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Brought to you by. As we as we talk about their match. Ooh. Uh, I I I think that to me, I'm not a fan of it. I really I I really don't. I watch it because we have to we review it. Right. We we watch it to um be annoyed by it possibly. Right. But I'm really not. What's your thoughts about it? While I go get this beer. Oh, death matches. It's just um. It's a very hard sport to watch. It's not a sport. It's fucking lame. Like I, to me, it's not anything special. Just because me, I feel like me and Red could throw some chairs at each other and fucking call it a death match. It's not fucking unique. It's not something that I could. You see what I'm saying? Ah, you motherfucker! Like you see what I'm saying? Like that's a death match, not the cheese grater. You motherfucker! Mad blood everywhere. <laughs> Fork in the fucking head. <laughs> We just put a five-star match on for you. <laughs> Turbuckle Tabloid, the true death match. <laughs> Turbuckle Tabloid just had its own death match. <laughs> I mean, AJ goes, they shouldn't have put Arquette in a death match. Guy has wrestled for like six months. He could have died. Facts, son. Like, he wa- no, all right, AJ, I think he, his, I think his, he his, wanted to try it, right? He wanted to do it. He didn't know he was getting himself he into. He just didn't know what he was getting into. And I got to tell you this about that. That was actually pretty cool the way I said that. This about that. <laughs> The reason why he got what he got is because it's a very old school way of thinking that Piper had about Mr. T. Right. I'm not going to let somebody who's not in my craft come into my ring and think that he's going to show me up. That was the fuck you Hollywood star shit. Exactly. So Nick fucking Gage (laughs) had to make sure that he left a statement to let this guy know, listen, we're not, nah. We ain't playing, Don't come in the ring with me. You, nah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm gonna I'm show you the fuck up. I'm gonna show you up. Right, but and sure enough, he did. And the finish was all fucked up because of the injury. And uh, it was David Kid did go to Twitter and say that he he is sorry to the fans and he apologized and he will never do that kind of match again. He didn't know what he got himself into and he he's now aware of what could possibly happen at one of these matches. Someone goes, "Have ever watched Japanese death matches? That's just crazy. Have you ever watched a Japanese death match?" Yeah, they, I'm telling you, they've done it in Fire Pro. They, Fuck it. They, they, they blow up sushi spots. Yeah, everything. Everything blows up. These motherfuckers are torch their assholes on fire. Everything's fucked up. But, um, I just, I just don't get it. I mean, I, look, everyone has a, each, it's each its own, to each its own, as I say. Everyone has their, 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 their favorite type of wrestling, you know? People like high flyers. People like technical. They like violence, which is completely okay. ECW was there for you. Back in the nineties, that was their your escape to death matches, I guess. Mm. But to me, when it comes to throwing a cinder block at someone's head, didn't didn't Kurt Angle say, "Give me ten minutes with that motherfucker"? Hell yeah, he said, "You want to you want to school this young boy?" For do you, do you think he really meant to hit him in the head, or you think he's whiffed it? No, no, no. He went. He that that shit was intentional. He wanted okay, so f- so he should be handcuffed and sent to prison. I think so. I think he should have been fucking uh, arrested for that shit. Because now he has a fractured That's a skull. It's a fractured yeah. skull. And let me tell you something. Another motherfucker who's known for these matches, um, New Jack. Oh, that motherfucker. I hate that dude, man. What a prick. Let me tell you something. New Jack is a dude who knows how to wrestle. Like, he's a wrestler, but he knows I'm going to get money with this. And he was school a motherfucker. One of the biggest deathmatch kind of, uh, 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 Recognized in in the in the in the internet yeah. in the wrestling lore is the mass transit match where 
You brought some newbie in the fucking ring. The kid was supposed to be of of legal age. He turned out to be 16, 17 years old. Yikes. Brought him in the ring. James Ellsworth. The kid sit there. What? The kid sit there <laughs> said, the kid sat there. He said, you know what? Uh, what you call it? He said, I want, uh, I, I, I want, um, I want to go red. Get me, um, uh, give me, give me, give me some crimson on my face, you know? Hey. And New Jack said, no problem and gave it to him. That was a, if you ever get to see the mass transit video, we need to watch that. He fucking assaulted. That was assault. We should watch it. There was also an incident to where, uh, New Jack was fighting this, this old Spanish man. His name escapes me right now. Is it Gypsy Joe? Gypsy Joe. Old man. He beat the piss out of this old ass man. <laughs> Puerto Rican man, too. Boricua! Boricua! But you know what? <laughs> Shout out to all the patella eaters that happened in Thanksgiving. Patella eaters! Boricua! Coquito! <laughs> so. Santana Ortiz, we love you! <laughs> uh, at the end. <laughs> at the end of the day. I'm a sad. <laughs> at the end of the day he beat the piss out of this old man this old man sat there and he ate that shit like if it was fucking flang he ate Damn, that shit son, I love flang he ate that shit like perni he put like that me? shit down like, like, you just put it down hell that yeah that shit was in five minutes son uh, didn't Gage go to jail for robbing a bank yeah yeah. that's where he, that's where he learned how to do death matches at yeah exactly he's slamming motherfuckers here's my gripe here's my gripe I hate when people go up to, to the Sandman Sabu these like deathmatch people, like you said, um, Nick fucking Gage, not not Nick Gage, but like like deathmatch wrestlers, right? And they go up to them and go, "Yo, I love you. Are one of the masters of your craft in wrestling? No, you're not. Sam, Sam, I'll I'll say Al Frank. Sam is a terrible wrestler. So hacky, and he know, he knows hacky. it. They they got popular off." Knowing how to throw a steel chair properly and just beat the shit out of someone, which you could get arrested for with if it wasn't in those three ropes. Well, not only that, it's because they know how to take a fucking hit. Like they know how to take a fucking uh, a bump. Is it, is it is it is it okay for me to think about death matches this way? They're doing what they're, they're getting away with what they want to do in the streets because they're in the in three ropes and because they 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 know what because they want to ensue their anger and violence in the three ropes because they know it's under a match and and because it's easier than learning the technical ways of wrestling. I still, I, I still. Think I think they're getting bred off assault. I think, I think to be honest, I think there still is an art to it. There still is. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. There is an yeah, art yeah, to, when, to do it without fucking murdering somebody. Because when you hit someone with a chair shot, the, the, the blood turns into a Picasso. Yeah. Right. No, no, no. I would. I would <laughs> it's say, like graffiti on the forehead. All right. I will say this. No, there's. I will say this though. I do want to make this known to everyone on Facebook Live. I am not bashing deathmatch wrestlers. Yeah, because you don't want Nick fucking Gage coming to whip your ass. No, it's simple as this. It is very difficult to learn how to be safe in death matches. It takes a lot of hard work. It takes a lot of credit. It takes a lot of craft. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is you cannot be in the same category as AJ Styles. You do not know how to do wrestling moves. You know how to throw chair shots. And listen, you can only get away with so much. These past two matches we've seen, I know that most of you wouldn't even think about throwing a center block at someone's head. They're stupid for that. Learn off that and stop. And you know your limits. Before you could actually get arrested. It was funny because when fucking Arquette got, because he won, <laughs> Nick fucking Gage won the match. <laughs> I said fucking the You got to boys. say it, man. Um, he won the for, match. I'm thankful for Nick fucking Gage on Thanksgiving. <laughs> pass, pass the apple pie and the pumpkin pie. Uh, <laughs> Nick fucking Gage. Because of Nick fucking Gage. The reason, the, he won the match out of a judo throw, which was actually spot on. That's what I'm saying. He knows what the fuck he's doing. 
He's good. He's actually Never good. questioned that. Yeah, he's actually good. But um, <laughs> what they happened? Had, they was, had it in the match. What happened was was fucking <laughs> David Arquette was like, "Fuck this, I'm out." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck, fuck this. Who's that? Nick Gage? No, fucking Arquette. Well, was like, he ran fuck, to he fuck he, this. He, he ran to the medical center. I didn't know I was gonna really bleed. <laughs> fuck this. You guys are kidding me. I was actually gonna bleed. Are you fucking kidding me? My blood. I thought wrestling was fake. I thought we were using the blood that in the in the movies. It's just um it's a tough situation for yeah, me. Yeah, they do. Um uh, uh, Patrick asked, is there a clause stating that the uh, the promotion's not responsible for There has to the, be. Yeah, no, 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 it is, it is. But it's also another thing to where it's the money. It's all about the, the money. money. They get the biggest purse of the night. Yep. A lot of people go to you know, there's people look, there's people who have a that's that's that that's stair type of wrestling. If you look up indie wrestling on YouTube, the majority of the views are in death matches. Everybody wants to see somebody fucking stuff a, 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 a light bulb and somebody's mouth. Do you want to know why? Want to know why it catches more attention? Because this ain't. We're not watching. You're not going to your friends going, "Yo, I saw this wrestling match." They're going, "Yo, this shit should be on World Star. This shit, this shit is real." No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the, like people need to categorize things properly because I don't like when people put. Hacky in the same category as Age of Styles. Like, no. Oh, no. Who does that? People. No, I don't believe that. There's no way that you could put fucking... No, no, not at talent wise, but like. But I think there's also a thin line too because there's, um, like guys like Matt Tremont, uh, Nick Gage. I like Nick Matt Tremont. Fucking Gage. I like Nick Gage. Um, even Sabu, like, they oh, actually. No, but, I'm not giving him no credit. And early Sabu and then. No, nope, nope, I'm giving a fuck. You can't. You can't nope, take I'm it away. Good. No, I fucking wrestled. I'm good. But fuck that. But you gotta think about guys like RVD were in matches like that too. Like, I love RVD. Man. Would you and Mick, uh, Mick Foley's a fucking wrestler. But RVD could wrestle his ass off. So can Mick. I'm not saying. What I'm saying is death matches are cool if the re- if there's if the wrestlers know how to wrestle in there. If you're bringing a random person in the in the death match throwing chairs, you cannot get no praise, dog. I don't respect it. It's not wrestling. It's fucking assault and it's a fucking brawl. It's just. After seeing someone get thrown with a cinder block in his head, I think I sat down with myself and I was like, "Wow, people actually like this." I'm like, "Okay." Well, uh, I'm waiting for the fact when <laughs> I'm waiting for the moment where we watch we go to watch a death match and somebody brings out a gun and pistol whip somebody <laughs> with it. It's <laughs> real. Now that I said it's gonna happen, fucking next week. And, I, and I think we. Oh my god! He pulled out the nine milli. I hope he doesn't <laughs> shoot him. He pulled out the forty-seven. Two gun salute. <laughs> <laughs> the two gun salute. <laughs> So yeah, uh, I, I, to me, will you will you ever become a fan of deathmatch wrestling? No, I'm not. I'm not a fan. Of do, you, do you do you do no. you do you back it up? Back it up as, as in what? If someone came to you and said, "Give," uh, if someone came to you and said, "Defend it, defend deathmatch wrestling," can you defend? Why it? would I defend something if I don't want? Like I'm not a fan of it. Like I'm not going to defend that. Okay, there's nothing to defend. I, is is there, it good for the it, business? Is it good for the business? It's good for. I think the, it's good for for. I think for it's media. good for the individuals involved in it. I okay. think it's good for. The promotion involved it, but you already know if you're a wrestler that does that, it's a short lifespan. Right. There's an, like I said, there is an art to it. Of course. Like what happened with, with Arquette, like there was a shard of glass that popped off and it just nicked him like that. That hey, shit happens. That shit happens. But once again, you gotta know what you're doing before to, you get in the ring. Yeah. Like David Arquette did a big mistake. Rule number one. Rule number new, new He probably was like, yeah, I can do this shit. And he fucking walked out of it like, fuck this. I don't know. I'm going to say it out loud. Don't wrestlers rehearse the, the shit before the night. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know any about that. I don't, I don't know. Wrestling's real. What are you talking about? Oh, right. Cut Sorry. Shit out. I, you know, I thought Stop you were it. a wrestling podcast. Exactly. Stop it. Oh, whoops. <laughs> I was supposed to say that. 
Oh, Tommy wow. Dreamer is oh, my, wow. my opinion is the, the best deathmatch wrestler. Tommy B. Hey, Ray, you. Yo, Who's Tommy. There? Ray Ramundo. Oh, fuck off, son. I heard you said about me. Tommy Dreamer. What? Nah, <laughs> Tommy Dreamer was like the, the originator of violence. You know? Tommy Dreamer was a bit. But he's also, a, before he became that, and that's another thing, too, that you got to remember that. A lot of these guys were he wrestlers. He throws more trash cans before than punches. Yeah. Before the bell rings, there's trash cans in the fucking. <laughs> Facts. But you got to remember, he was a trained wrestler as well. Like, he wrestled. Right. So, and I've seen thing. it. The Dudley's the same thing. Fucking, um, Devon doesn't have a fucking the mashed potato forehead for no reason. But they incorporated wrestling in their matches. They did. They, they did. did. Like, they, they had wrestling moves. They had wrestling. They, had, they wrestled in that match. The match didn't go straight from... The bell ring to chair shots, which is I could do that. All right, guys, don't go anywhere. We're gonna have, we have a game for you guys. We're gonna actually play. Uh, it's called um, Who Has More Followers. We're gonna keep the, the videos going for a little bit, and uh, don't go anywhere. Stick around. I'm just gonna do a little uh, cutaway. Just don't go anywhere. Stick around. We'll be back with Turnbuckle Tabloid with these two books. This is your boy, co-owner of House of Glory Wrestling, Brian XL. You're listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid. David Adams here. You're listening to Turnbuckle Tabloids. Don't miss out. I don't what he meant by that. What do you mean? What do you mean? You missed out on something? What do you miss out on? Don't miss out. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to play Who Has More Followers? That's right. Fuck you. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This is the game show where all game shows where... You must find out which wrestlers have more followers. And don't you go over to fucking cheating. I'm watching you. I'm not cheating, bro. Don't fucking cheat. Siri, you have a you have a time limit. Siri, followers? You have a time limit. So. Siri, my followers? What? 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 I'm watching you. Siri, how many followers? Who has more followers? Is it my mom or me? We're gonna, and this is based on Instagram followers, not Twitter, not Facebook. Instagram followers. Tommy Wright, <laughs> Family Feud. Right, right. This brought you by Family Feud. <laughs> make sure, make sure we cover that base. Modern Family Feud. Okay. Now, starting off. <sighs> Here we go. Who's Ultraman? Uh, that's a Japanese anime character, like a robot. Or what? Oh, whatever. Why? What happened? They came out with pop for it. Oh, Zoolander man. came out with pops too. Uh-huh. Who cares? Next. All right. So, who has more followers? Cesaro. Cesaro. Or Sheamus. Uh, I'm gonna go off and say Sheamus has more followers because he has a whole fitness thing. I should have had the sound effects ready. <laughs> Hold on. Wait. If it's the dance, I'm gonna get ear rape. Hey! Seamus has 2.4 million followers, where Cesaro has 2.1. Wow, that's actually pretty close. I I want to tell you something. Seamus probably has more. Just do. He has a whole thing now with the Celtic fitness thing. Like he has a whole YouTube channel now and all that shit. No, Ray, you were wrong. It is Ray. You're always wrong. I'm kidding. Now, out of the Usos, who has more followers? Oh come on, Uh Jimmy or Jay? Damn, bro. What the fuck? Um, Naomi. Uh, 
Um, I'm gonna just guess. I'm gonna say that Jay has more followers. Adam, Jimmy or Jay? I'm gonna say Jay has more followers because he's fucking on Total Divas and shit. Where's the band? No, I'm not. No, I'll show you. I just lost it. Yes, Jimmy does with 1.6 million followers. I still, Jay. I still can't tell the two apart. <laughs> well, Jay has five hundred and fifty-six thousand. Thousand. Yikes! <laughs> All right, that's pretty trash. My question is, who's married to Naomi again? It's Jay, right? Damn, that's slow. Jimmy. Oh, okay. If I knew that, I would have said whoever would marry to Naomi. Yeah, get your get your get your wrestling game up. I don't watch Total Shibas. Who has more followers? Hmm. Charlotte. Okay. Or Sasha Banks. That would be Sasha Banks. I know it's Sasha Banks. If you tell me I'm wrong, then fucking fight me, son. Yeah, that's what I thought. Sasha about. Banks has 3.6 followers. Well, she just, she, just, she just violated me on Instagram, so. And Charlotte has 3.2 million followers. She did just comment and violating my ass, so makes sense. You deserved it. No, I didn't. You deserved it. <laughs> did I? Yes, you did. Oh, well, it is what it is. Who has more followers? Becky Lynch or Nia Jax? <laughs> Nia Jax. Damn. Becky Lynch has 3.2 million, while Naya has only 1.4. Really? All right. Here's a big one. Okay. Who has more followers? All right. Ronda Rousey mm-hmm. or John Cena? Oh, whoa, shit. Whoa, whoa. This is only Instagram, ladies and gentlemen. That's only gonna, Instagram. I'm going to say that that goes to... I'm going to say that goes to Ronda Rousey. Actually, no, it's John Cena. It's John Cena. John Cena. John Cena. Damn. No, you should have stuck with the first one. Ronda Rousey has 11.7 followers, million, 11.7 million followers. Cena has 10.5 million. Can I do one for you? And finally. Can I do one for you? Okay. All right. Who has more followers? Hold up. I got you right now. Wait for it. I got to find it. Who has more followers? Triple H? Mm-hmm. Triple H. This is on the spot, so hold on. I want to do one just to see. Triple H or AJ Styles? Triple H. You think so? Yep. You are right. Yeah, right. Exactly. AJ Styles has 1 million. Triple H has 5 million. Yeah, of course. And finally, who has more followers? Jada Rez Santi? Oh, I knew. Or Olski? Me. You think so? I, I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you do. You have more followers. You well, have... I am a millennial, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm a millennial, so. You have 822. I only have 413. Fuck y'all, y'all don't follow me. <laughs> Fuck y'all, motherfuckers. Here's, re- here's my. Do I, have, do I have FaceTime for winning? Yeah, yeah. You know, the other show on Ace Friendly gives you FaceTime? Yeah, yeah. All right, y'all, give a quick shout out to my boys on um, Instagram. Thank you guys for the love. I appreciate that very much. Big dog. <laughs> Naya Jackson, the fuck out of here. And shout out to, to Dallas Barbecue. That's it. I'm good. For the Hennessy, Hennessy Crush. Matter of fact, I ain't gonna be mad at it. I would fucking <laughs> shout that out too. That's just a, you like Tennessee Crush? That's just that's just. I, you I, wouldn't I, drink it. I wouldn't drink it, but no, nah, I, I kind of would. Depending <laughs> just on try the, it. What kind of night it was? If it was yeah. a sad, depressed yeah. night, you have Hennessy? Oh, probably I would. Yeah, Hennessy Crush. Yeah, probably would. Most of the time, you had a Hennessy. No, um, I've had like a taste here and no. Matter of fact, I had Hennessy the night of. No, I didn't. No matter of fact, the night the first time I hung out with um, Homicide at. Uh, you went to Hennessy? Was that BCW? Damn, your homicide would be yeah, Hennessy with homicide? Was it BCW or ICW? One of those shows. ICW. Yeah, that was that. That was that. Not the not the last one, the one yeah. before that when we was in Elks. How did it uh, taste after being a while? 
I, I could live without. <laughs> you you missed it? No. 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 He he just chucked that shit down. Yeah, he 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 he's Spanish. Of course he don't knock it. Out. He's from the hood. He could knock that shit down. Well, that was a fun game, man. It wasn't it. I have a game for you next week. Oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about, guys. When we come back, we're gonna have um once again ride or die with Hamosa. I'm so hyped, guys. Uh, we're gonna cut the Facebook feed live. We're gonna you guys have to download it, but you gotta download. You homicide. can't miss it. Those are gonna be. It's gonna be a monthly thing. He's he's so on board to do homicide it. Homicide is a term, a part of the Turnbuckle Tabloid family, ladies and gentlemen. Once a month, hopefully, <laughs> most likely, we'll be getting homicide on the show. Well, I'm gonna get him. I'll hint his Download ass the episode. You will not regret it. I promise you that. And one more thing before we go, guys. No, no, not yet, not yet, not yet. Because I, I, I oh, I wanted it. to tell him something. No, no, not yet. Not yet. Oh, I'll tell yeah. him. Remember, ride or die by homicide is gonna be a um, it's gonna be about his road stories and his his years in the business. So, guys, that's gonna be one thing. Uh, for for the audio, uh, stick around. We'll be back in a second. We'll be back with Turnbuckle Tabloid with Jay the Red Santee and the Shrimp. Good day, boys and girls. Once again, it's about that time to enjoy stories from your favorite wrestler and mine. He's funny, he's witty, he's charming, and he'll give you the stories that you'll love to sit back and listen to. It's Ride or Die with Homicide. Like maybe do like a once a month segment for you to tell like your stories, like your road stories, because yeah. I the, the one thing that not only you known for in fucking wrestling is also your storytelling. People always love to hear the stories okay. that you have for back in the days and stuff like that. Especially you coming up with the guys like CM Punk, Samoa Joe, and all that. Yeah. But uh, seeing as though that the snow did come happen, uh, and actually one that that is that's a good way to kick off the, the the segment. I have an idea. I'm calling it um um ride along um, um riding a dine with homicide. <laughs> Okay, okay. Ride or okay. die by homicide. So, since we, the Eastern Seaboard just got hit with probably the, the first big snowstorm of, of the season, which people are, are, are estimating will be more coming. You coming up and down early on in, in the wrestling world, it, it you had to see your fair share of bad weather conditions. When you first started wrestling, do you remember going up and down the road, like seeing some bad fucking snowstorms and shit like that? Absolutely. Do you remember in 1995? I think it was December, January. It was a snowstorm. It was like about 12, 13 inches. Mm. And yeah, I was doing stuff that I should not be doing, meaning selling to these walking dead people, you know, and I was doing <laughs> bad stuff. So, 
And of course, me and my homies, we was playing, you know, the snowball, you know, like snow fighting, but we basically was wrestling in the snow. Mm. Some crazy, some jackass shit. So. <laughs> Jumping off like yeah, the second, like I, the like second floor windows and shit like that. Yeah, man. Like, like I always remember that. Um, I took my brother's t-shirt, like a hockey player. I took it off and I body slammed him in, in in the snow. Oh. And that was that was matter of fact that was the first time DCW came around and Master Scorpion Network mm-hmm. in New York and. My, my, the first person I see was Sabu. And I'm like, yo, this dude is crazy, you know, like using his body, throwing himself through tables. So I'm going to do that. I'm doing the snow. It's mm. like about, what, 12 degrees? It's a blizzard in, in, in 95. And that's what I was doing. Me and my homies, my family was wrestling the snow and just bodyslamming people. Like, basically, the winner is you got to take off the dude's shirt off and body slam them or suplex them in the snow and put a snow and bury them. <laughs> that's how you win. And after that, they buy you uh, OE or St. Ice. Yo, you know what? I, I think I would have taken that one because at that time I was a big St. Ice 40 drinker. That would have been, that would have been my spot right there. Yeah, because anybody. Anybody from not they know about the Senais. Everybody think those West Coast flavor. Nah, nah, Everybody nah, nah. knows the OE and the Senais. Yeah, that was a dab because we weren't even up to like that Coke 45 level. That wasn't even our, 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 our nah, that's that maturity. Status. Yeah, that's that maturity level. That's too, that's too gangster for us. That's like on the Moreras to be called the Jab Turkeys. Yeah. You know, that's those people. <laughs> so when you, when you, when you started hitting the road out of, out of New York, when you started, um, hitting the scene going out of, out of state, what was like your first big road trip to go to, to, uh, a wrestling? Um, event? I think it was, I forgot what year. I think it was, man, um, I always remember IWA Mid South. Mm-hmm. And it was me, Matt Stryker, and Vicky Bayless was one of my students. And, um, we drove to, PA, Pennsylvania, I don't even know where, but it was somewhere in Pennsylvania. We took the bus with fans. Um, because that that was the thing. Like I was struggling grinding. I'm not taking my car all the way to Kentucky or Indiana. Mm. You know, so we went to PA, took the bus. The fans was cool. Of course they didn't even know who, who we was. They just know that, you know, we wrestlers. So we go to IDA way, mind you, that I'm I'm Latino. I'm Puerto Rican. I'm from the hood, from Brooklyn. When I go to Kentucky, that's a different culture and a different world that I'm going through. It's like the KKK version. I'm getting lynched. <laughs> and I go to this venue, and you see people like Copa Robinson, Madman Pondo, Necker Butcher. Mind you, this is the first time I met these cats. I'm saying to myself, yo, I'm going to die, man. So, of course... Matt Stryker, who was one of my partners, he was like, yo, let's smoke some trees because you know we're not going back to New York City, so that's what we did. Mm-hmm. We smoked some good cuss. He was, he was <laughs> hanging out with Jacob Butcher, Chris Hero, CM Punk, and it was a two-day, I think it was the King of Death matches or tournament, something like that, and it was really good. Um, they treated us real good. And like I say, I thought I was gonna get killed, man. It's like, it was, uh, it's like fuck it, when in Rome, right? Do as the Romans do and shit. Fuck it, it. it. It looks like like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre where you're on the road and you got a flat tire and you go to the gas station and you need some help and some retard looking kid comes to you and be like, Hey, you want you need some help, come to my house. We go close, we go to the house and guess what? The monsters capture us and throw us in the basement. <laughs> while they That's drink, how it looks. While they serve you like, moonshine and shit. Like moonshine, but it's piss shine. It's not moonshine. 
It's crazy. It's like meow. It's, it's, it's crazy you said that shit though, because like you know, we from Brooklyn. It's like yo, we we done seen everything. We we done we done we done seen shootouts. We done we done been in the middle of some shit. Then all of a sudden like you go out there and it's like, what the fuck is this? Sounds like white hood, like legal hood. <laughs> But like we got our own version of hood. That's the own version of hood. So that so that definitely was a, a fucking culture shock. But as we do, as New Yorkers do, we fucking find a way and we blend in into the yeah. <laughs> into the. the but folders. they give us mad love, man. That was the, like the coolest trips. That, that's the the first major long trip that I took, and everybody was so cool. The funniest thing is that I was known as the hard hitting strong style from from new york city mm. and at that time we had territories so of course we had the new york and we had the kentucky boys or the indiana boys and people like seeing punk coke and banner bj whitmer and chris hero i always remember ian Ryan telling chris hero yo he like it he like a stiff he like a strong style and chris hero we we were an addict but he was getting too comfortable it was one of those I'm like, all right, you're adorable. You got to chill out. You know, you got to stop. <laughs> you got to pull back a little bit, pop. You be like, you already. You be too cute. <laughs> you know, I'm in Kentucky, but I'm not scared of y'all. <laughs> it's, it's now, now you, now you hitting that, that, uh, that redneck kind of, kind of area. Yo, you must have gotten a, a a pass after a while. You know, you must be must have been uh, accepted and, and freaking given the the Absolutely. the honorary redneck card. Absolutely, I did. You know, like, like I got a lot of good people. Um, I guess I call them Retnet thugs. And one of my favorites is the Briscoe brothers. Mm-hmm. They are one of the, my favorite peoples in this planet. You know, and they, and they got some beef or a little situation. Uh, I got their backs. You know, even though we had a war in, in the wrestling world, but when it comes to real life, man, they are very good people. A little crazy, but good people. That's what I'm Same saying. I always said that when I, whenever I see them or, or uh, those kind of um, those kind of um, the rednecks, kind of backwoods who who like to listen to hip hop or get that little mix going in, I'm like, oh, they with us. They they cool. <laughs> it's like they yeah, with us. They, they people. And it's crazy too because when I went to Japan. Um, my mentors was these two guys that come so Tunes of Tony and Mad Mad Pondo. Mm-hmm. And if you search them at Google, they're like out there. They're like Kentucky. I'm talking about Devil's Rejects, a thousand, the House of a Thousand Corpse, those kind of people. Mm-hmm. But they're really cool. They're really nice guys. So when you, when, when you, when you, when you, when you go, cause I know your, your passports must be crazy. Your, your, your fucking yes. traveling, your travel certificate. So when you're going out, yeah, I know. My and wife, that's, you know, took my passport and she did something with it. So. <laughs> she, oh, that would have been cool. Like to hang somewhere. Cause you're like one of those yeah. guys that's seen everything before we touch on anywhere else. Cause I, like I said, I want to make this like a monthly thing. Cause I know you have stories when we're mm-hmm. going across, when we're going across the States, we're going across the Kentucky's over there. We're in the, the, the South area. Um, you said Kentucky, so how is it like when you're when like the transitioning of wrestling styles from the, the New York style to like down there? Because I know a lot of them like that crazy fucking backyard type type of shit. Yeah, I believe mean, everything is a different culture. Definitely, I mean, they want to be ex- accepted, they want to be respected. We go into their territory, so it's almost like I went to their territory, and it's more like that vibe, like you respect us. Are you going to get it back? And that's what happened. Mm. And it was not only the hardcore, the ultra violence kind of style, the into the, the Japanese wrestling, 
They're into the stuff that we watch on on VHS, DVD, CDs. They're into the Ring of Honor. All the big players from the Midwest came from Ring of Honor and they went to Japan. You got a lot of great guys that came from the Mid-South. So it's almost under-respecting. And they will, they will um, also teach you their style. And basically their style is nothing new. It's almost like our style. Our style is basically uh, it's a strong style. Everybody thinks strong style means being hard-headed and stiff. It's not that. It's, it's more like the more punishment you give us, we keep getting up. It's like a Rocky movie. Right. You know, Rocky always getting knocked out, but he always getting up. Right. You know, and that that's that that to me that's strong style. It's not about oh let's let's do all Japan style. Well, what is that all Japan style? <laughs> you have these bandejos out there that doesn't know nothing about wrestling. Like oh let's do strong style. Like let that shit up. <laughs> Oh my t-shirt. <laughs> and this is what about 15 years ago, right? Cuz now I'm looking at um ah, 20 years ago. Yeah, about 15 20, 20 yeah, yeah. About 15 20 years ago cuz now, you know, I get this channel to where I, I can see like different independent like wrestling, you know. And a lot of this stuff like you see the mid south it, it, it's changed because the mid-south I remember is like back in the days we used to write, you know, like the junk, the junkyard dogs, the Ted DiBiase, like that that kind of era. Yeah. And like you said, they 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 they've taken pieces from here and there and blended into made them made something yes. new for themselves. Mm-hmm. When you when twenty years ago, as to, opposed to now, if you go to the mid south, like is has there been a, a bigger change? Has they adapted, or do you, do you still see that whole moonshine drinking at the side of the fucking ring kind of shit? I think it'll be the same thing because they want to see something new. They mm. don't see the same old thing. You know, I always remember like 50 Cent always coming out with a damn mixtape every week. You get sick and tired of it. Right. You know, so every rest, including myself, you know, I'll be, I'll be doing this game for 24 years. I never took a break. You know, the only break I had when I had surgery on my shoulder, I took like maybe a year or a couple of months off. Mm. But after that, I never took a break. I, I always keep going. I still, I'm still going. And um, people want to see something new. So in the Mid-South, they want to see something new. It's the same thing. You know, the moon shine. You go to the to the, Kina, to the corner, you smell piss. Mm. It, it's bad, you know. <laughs> but it's it, it's it's different. Um, but different wrestlers were better. I want to say better. Um, I would say more like um, more athletic. Uh, when it comes to back in the days, it was more like Dick Murdoch. Mm. You know, like people like Terry Funk, the Ryan Brothers. Now you got people like Shane Strickland, you know, um, very underrated wrestlers, you know, just being more athletic when it comes to the ring. But you talk about, you talk about Kentucky. We also got like down there, you have like, you know, Tennessee and Arkansas and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's a cat out there, man. I'm sorry. I forgot his name. It's something called Menace. I forgot. Menace something. He does shows for either Mid South. He's a world champion. He now he works for CZW, and like I said, I apologize his name, but he is he got a bright future, man. Everybody should check him out. It's menace or something. He, of course, he's a white boy with a bandana. You know, he, to me, he reminds me like Terry Funk. Mm. You know, and to me, he's one of my heroes. So me saying that that's kind of big, you know. But like I said, I apologize because I forgot his name. You know, it's menace something. We'll look it up, and I'll probably I'll mention it yeah. during the show somewhere. Matter of fact, he's wrestling another good talented guy. His name is Ricky Shane. Um, I think he got a world title match at CZW. Mm. Hey, he's in CZW right now. 
Like he's getting known right now. He's doing a couple of shots in Chicago called AAW Pro. That's a good company out there in Chicago. But this cat, he's really good, man. He's real good. What was, what was one of your one of your biggest matches down down in the mid south? What was like one of your biggest matches down there? Oh, the first time I met uh, Chris Hero and BJ Whitmer. Mm. It was we took all Japan style, the Kinta Kabashi, the the, the Kawada style to to mid south, and Chris Hero was was basically my first match over there because the first match was me and someone with Joe. And we used to have wars in Ring of Honor. Mm. So we took it to IWM South. But after that was Chris Hur and BJ Whitmer. BJ Whitmer is another underrated guy. He's real good. But he's hard headed. And people was like, man, this, I don't know. Everybody say wrestling's fake. But when you see this, they be like, wrestling's not fake. Because they're hitting for real. Like, well, nah. listen, the way that, you know, especially you, you, you've been known also to be like a hybrid kind of guy. I think that's why you've been able to, to, to be successful in what you do across, you know, different years and different generations. But it's also a thing like they say, when you meet a guy like a BJ Whitmer who, whose style may differ to a Chris Hero, you're still able to get in the ring and still, you know, equate and match up with these guys. Has, is it one of those things to where that you, you watch, you know, cause back in the days, it wasn't like, you know, you go on the internet and watch YouTube and shit. You had to go and study. You had to watch them live or get tapes. How was it that you, you watched these guys and knew what was going to, you know, how to, you know, pace yourself in the ring with them? Well, it's, it's the body, the vibe, you know, the body language. I don't know, it's something about, about myself. I can read, read you, you know, I could tell that, okay, uh, I know how you're, you're righty. I know your signature moves, and then after that, I study for VHS. I study a couple of tapes. Then PWI, the the magazine comes out, and your name is involved with the magazine. But the main thing is, I look at you, and for some reason, I be like, okay, I got a good vibe with him. Mm. I got good positive things with him. You're lefty, you're righty. I like the way you move your foot in the ring. Your hard hitter or your luchador high flyer. But if you're a negative person, I, I don't want to fuck with you, man. I, I don't want to do nothing. And I wrestle a lot of people in my life. But if you're a negative person, two things. I, I will knock you out. I take you out, stretch you out. Or I just don't work with you at all. Yeah. How is it that, like, you just you just, you mentioned something that's real, real keen to us, the New York type of dudes, like how we are out here, is where we read an individual. We also do it, like, personality-wise. We sit there and like, we look at the characteristics, like, yo, I can't fuck with this clown. I, I, this is, you know, I, I'm keeping you at arm's length. When you get down to, like you said, you go into a, 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 a Mid-South, when you're in the Tennessees, the Arkansas, the Kansas, when you're out there, is this still, are you still able to pick up that same kind of vibe? Or you're just like, you're more, yeah, your senses are like fucking Peter Parker's, like you're on another level of trying to read somebody. Absolutely. Um, my style is that West style. Those people from the West Texas are Dusty Rose, Bruce Brody, The Funks, Stan Hansen, even Tito Santana. They are more rugged, slow style, but very smooth with their craft. And I took that to the New York scene and we made something special with that style. So when I go to Tennessee or even Utah, you know, because Utah, they're very old school stylish. I already know their vibes. I already know how they're going to work with everything. So 
we connect. It's more of a connection thing. Now these days, like to me, pro wrestling is like the new hip hop. You got some whack ass wrestlers out there mm-hmm. who doesn't know anything, who play video games like WWE 2K37, <laughs> whatever it's called. Like, oh, I like this move, you know, and they don't know the history. And of course, these people, they'll look at you and be like, oh, these veterans, they, they old heads, they are bitter. Man, shut the fuck up. You know what that <laughs> you're talking about, man. Just buy a t-shirt, shut the fuck up. But you don't always seem that, you don't come off as old, though. Like you, you like I said, for you and I, we're only a year apart and stuff like that. And I still have this feeling, like, every time anybody asks me their my age, I, I blank out for a second. Because I still think, like, yeah. I'm in my early 30s and shit. Like, I don't even yeah. think of myself in my early 40s. I'm like, oh. Nah, I'm up there, man. Tell me, my, my body is wearing down. My wife Take care of me, like I'm, I'm, I'm done, man. Like <laughs> I'm up there. <laughs> but no, but 24 years, man. You've been doing this for shit, a teenager, man. That's, that's a yeah, that's how I form, man. I always remember Butchak Clay come on '93, and I was, I got them the tape, and it was Maxwell tape, mm. and it was Protect the Neck, and yeah. after that, I fell in love, and I wanted to bring that hip hop vibe to the pro wrestling scene because the pro wrestling scene we'd be watching. The WWF, like, you know, the Doink the Clown, the Man on the Mission. And I'm like, are you kidding me? This is whack. Yeah. You know, I saw the NWA and I fell in love and the passion came out like real good, man. And I got I got a lot of passion with this, man. I feel that in the future I'm going to have my own promotion. It's going to be a big deal. It's, it's, it's funny you said that because you mentioned the Wu-Tang. It's like Enter the 36 Chambers. But I remember playing that album forward and back was for like, Two three months straight. Never like, get corny. Yeah, never yeah. corny. Yeah, I, I was like, every every everything forward and back. I, I remember just listening to um protect your neck, uh uh um, cream everything just forward and back. Oh, there's somebody ever told you even joking? Oh, Wu Tang Clan, that's a whack ass group. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't even sound right. <laughs> you know what you should watch? There's um on Netflix if you get the chance. It's called um Hip Hop Evolution. I, I seen that. You actually, saw it? My wife got me hooked to that. Yeah. yeah. I just seen that. I saw the one, the New York set of mine. Yes. I saw the yes. one with uh, the Deep South talking about Bumby. The yes. Boys, and yes. I like that one. Yes, and even when they talked about um, when they talked about the native tongues and all that, but when they mm-hmm. spoke about Wu Tang, it was funny because um, I remember the vibe it was, and it, and and the whole. Who the hell is gonna listen to nine dudes on a track? Like, who's gonna exactly. listen to that? And then when it happens, he's like, "Oh, I get it now." When you were yeah, the fir- you were the first dude like to really bring that hip hop into the indie wrestling, were you? Like that kind yes. of style? Absolutely. Um, of course, I had a partner who passed away in '94. His name is Mike Stone. Uh, man, I wish everybody knew the way this guy is like a mix of Ric Flair. And the late great Trent Asset, who also passed away. My yeah. Mike Stone, one of my partners, we did a team called the Hit Squad, you know, um, because at the time I, I was, you know, like I said, I was hanging out with people. We called outside the Hit Squad, so I took uh, Mike Stone and put him in my circle, and basically, you know, we just made this uh, group went to Jersey, and we, we was telling him, "Listen, man, let's get a couple of guys, man, because look at these guys. The Wu Tang Clan, they're blowing up right now. Like the first single was Protect Your Neck. That that was Met the Man, he, and that was solo. Mm-hmm. But look at the background. He, they had like twenty people in my chat there, you know, exactly. Ready. <laughs> so I was like, you know, wrestling, we need that, you know. And then after that, you know, he passed away. That took a little bit of time off, and I met a couple of cats, and that's when um." One day I went to uh, uh, 
a church. It was a wrestling school. It was at Best Eye in Brooklyn. I know exactly which I, one it is. <laughs> I always remember it was September 12 of 1997. That was the first time I met people like Low Life Louis, mm-hmm. uh, Steve Mack, Low Key, Buffy Mays. And I liked the way they was talking because they was talking about Dean Lake and Eddie Guerrero and Masio Chona. I was like, yo, they, they're like my vibe. Yeah. At that time, nobody was talking about that. Everybody was talking about Don't the Clown and Men in a Mission. Like, get out of here, Men in a Mission. I'm talking about the purple Men in a Mission, not the bad guys. Yeah. The good guys. But, uh, yeah, after that, I took them under my wing. Uh, I teach, I taught them very well in the wrestling game. And I told them we're going to do this just like the wheelchair. We call ourselves the infamous H1. And we just took over. I remember, yeah, I remember going to those those shows. Uh, and I, I mentioned to you before, the promoter actually lived in my building in, in, in Barinkin. Mm-hmm. And um, the one thing I like like that I remember about him being a promoter was like because I used to go to their 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 house because I was friends with the, with their son, and you would see just the memorabilia, and it wasn't just you know cl- they, like you said the, the wrestlers, it was also like classic the 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 the, the Carlos Colones, uh yes. like the the like you said the Funk family, you had that, and when you see when you were able to see them come to the hood, like it was crazy to see like these guys from OT come to yeah. Brooklyn. What was yeah. it like when you see these guys from out of state come to New York? What was their culture shock like? They better be ready. <laughs> <laughs> they better be ready, man. That's 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 what he felt. Like yo, you come on top of turf, you better be ready. <laughs> you know, and you know, some cats, you know, we we give them props. They was ready at the and yo at that time we had a war with um states. Of course, our first feud was New Jersey, mm. and we had a feud with New Jersey. And it's crazy because it, everything is about New York and Boston, New York and Boston. But in wrestling, it was about New York and New Jersey. Then after that, it was New York and Philadelphia. Then we went down to New York all the way to Baltimore. Everybody was cool except New Jersey because you had a bunch of cats out there that didn't like us mm. and they felt that we were going to come to Jersey and took over the turf. Now, we was not going to uh, be uh, disrespectful. We are very confident that we good what we do and we want to help out. We want to be team players. But if you got a bunch of play hitters and negative coming to us and not trying to book us, then we're going to be, be going to break the records just like Blue Turn. You know, and that's what we did. And we met Philly, and the Philly clique was like people like, you know, like Trent Hansen, um, Billy Real. Um, after that, we went to Baltimore. That, that's the Briscoe Brothers, Ruckus. Everybody was cool except New Jersey. But after that, they give us love. They give us the respect. They're hey. like, yo, those New Yorkers, they don't put it around. It's funny because you would think that since we're so close together that it would be a better better union between us, that it would be a better a better bond. And I would figure that your closest road stories would be the ones that are across, you know, the Hudson. But, you know, you, you talked about going down south and all that. It, when you were able to touch down to go from state to state, when you're able to go to Philly, when you go to Pennsylvania, go to Jersey, to Mass, Massachusetts, was it was it? Easier for you to, you know, be able to to study your craft, get to feeling uh, of everybody else because you guys were in the like same kind of circle with each other. You get you share the same cars. You got you, you got in the same road. Like, is it was it easier for you to transition and and learn about everybody else? I think it was easy because everybody from my crew got a different style. You know, um, of course my style because I was little, and when I saw ECW. Um, I was saying to myself, I never, I'm never gonna get a shot in the WWF. So let me do, you know, what ECW is doing, like be crazy and do stuff, but do my own style, and it worked. The problem is that. 
people was comparing me to OG New Jack. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it at all. Right. You know I can see I mean? that. Yeah, I can see that. I did not like it. And the thing is, okay, um, I'm five seven, the dude is six two. I'm Latino, I let Moreno, you know, two different things. He's from Georgia, I'm from New York City. You know, but we, but we got the same background, you know. And the thing is that he's he's a great wrestler too. Everybody thinks that he's just a hardcore wrestler. He knows how to work. Mm-hmm. I know my craft. I do everything. I am an excellent worker. I'm a good coach. I'm very confident, you know. So what I want to do is get out that box that I don't want to be like that person and do my own thing. And and it happened, and I'm very happy that it happened. And that wasn't no disrespect for OG Nuja because one day I still want to get in the ring with him or team up with him, but I want to get out the box and have a homicide just be his own. And that was the good thing about myself, but everybody had different styles. You know, you had Loki who had his own style. You had the hit squad, Steve Mack and Mafia. That was a tag team of the Road Warriors, but a little bit, you know, smaller, but they could move. Mm. So everybody had a different style. So we go to state to state, you know, nobody was playing, hating us. Nobody was uh, uh, treating us like, like maybe a negative thing. Everybody treated us real good. We just want to work, you know, give us a chance, you know, and, and show the world that we want to help out. We team players, and that's what we are. You you mentioned the comparison, and it's funny you say that because I think you were actually the man that that started off just that whole backyard kind of look. You went out there, you wore. I mean, I don't remember you wearing like trunks or fucking like the. I the never regular. did, yeah. bro. I never did. I never had a six pack in my life, <laughs> except you know, except drink. after a match. <laughs> except, I yeah. never had a six pack. In my life. I, had, I had a six pack of fat. You know, <laughs> you're gonna be pop. But I love to drink. You got the you know, keg. Man? That's what it is. You have the keg. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the thing is that uh, I always remember that um, I had a, a character back in the days in Brooklyn. It's called the Latin Terror. I had makeup, the Puerto Rican flag, look like a bootleg sting Undertaker, mm. and. Um, um, I didn't like it, and my boy, rest in peace, name is Warzone. He used to be a wrestler too. He was telling me to be yourself. I said, "But you mean be myself?" I do. I was selling dope, you know, mm-hmm. everything, everything that people see in the movies. I was doing it, and they say, "How am I gonna do that, man? That's not gonna work out." So you just do it. I'm telling you, what to be my name. And we was watching cops, and some dude was on the run for homicide. They called some homicide. I'm like, ah, right, you see, whatever. and I was gonna ask you that too. Where did it come from? You know, so the way you just said it, like you know, I was selling match. I thought your name would be my first name was like Monteca, and I was gonna be like, all right, yeah, that'll work. Yeah. <laughs> that'll work. Yeah, yeah. After that, I took that name, and I was saying to myself, telling my boy, yo, this name is not for marketing, for family entertainment. It's not. And I've been doing this for twenty four years, and it's funny that that I let people know who's hearing this, and you got to think about this. Homicide means murder. Mm. Homicide, the name, was on national television, on Spike TV, Pop Network. It doesn't matter. It was on national TV. I brought that name to national television. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Think about that. Let that shit sit again. You and it's know, funny and because you, you, the people who who didn't know who you were, they hear the the name homicide. You they would think, honestly, this big. Yeah. I would think this big menacing fucking guy who's gonna come yeah. in and just body somebody. And then they see five foot seven of of 
of skills, talent, and fucking charisma. Yeah. It's like, oh, I get it now. Oh, I get Bro, it. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is, like, I get, you know, I get the, oh, okay, Chicken Dean, he's small, you know, he's like a little teddy bear, but I've been like Joe Patient for Goodfellas, you know, like, yeah, don't exactly, sleep, yeah. you know what I mean? Because I'm like that, but, you know, and the secret is, you know, I don't like that name, Homicide. That's just my money-making name. That's the funny part. A lot of people telling me, yo, when you go to WWE, they're going to change your name. I don't care because I've already had that name in the independent scene. Yeah, right. That name is from the indies. It's not from the corporations. Right. Even though TNA was incorporated, but they gave me the chance. I didn't think they was testing me. Do you, like, would you have changed it? Like if, if they gave you the opportunity when you went into TNA, you would have changed it? Absolutely, but Conan, the one who got me the job, he was like, nope, you're not changing it. You're to come with that name. <laughs> I said, okay. You know, because Conan, the first time I met Conan was in Puerto Rico, and then I had a street fight with him and Rock Killings, and for some reason, we clicked the first day. He said, yo, I'm doing this thing. It's called LES, the Latin American Change, and I want you. And at that time, Mick Foley was hooking me up to the WWF. He said, Yo, I got numbers. I want you to call this number. So I was like, Damn, which one I'm going to pick? You know, and I picked TNA because I had a better schedule. Mm-hmm. I had my family with me. If I go to the WWF at the time, it was about the heavyweights. I felt those was going to shoot me down. Right. It was going to treat me like garbage. It's not like, like right now. Right now, if you think about it, people like Steph Rollins, D. Ambrose, they get the chance. Those guys, they'd be cruiserweights back in the day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now they're heavyweights. But back then, you know, I choose TNA and I think I, I, I think I did a good, um, decision. I went with Cornet with the LEX. LEX became a, uh, not only a, a label, you know, it became a traditional trademark, you know, and, and it's history. Now we got Santana Ortiz repping the name and, they're going to go to a higher level. Yeah, definitely. Of the name of the ex, you know, so I'm happy with that. You know, a lot of people's like, oh, they run you out. Good. I don't care because <laughs> they, they deserve it. And that's what it's supposed to do at the end of the day. Like, exactly. You know, you they're my it. young boys. Yeah. They're my young boys. I love those cats. They're like my children, man. Like, if I always say the only one who will kill homicide will be homicide. Yeah. And the only one who's going to kill LEX will be LEX. Think about that. Yeah. LEX OGs, LEX, the new blood. Three, so. uh, three things before I let you go. Like I said, because I want this to be a long-running series. If you don't mind, we can do this, man. Yeah, we can do this. Yeah. Just, it's no call, man. Yeah, let's see. Uh, th- three quick questions. I just want to let uh, just your thoughts on three th- uh, three things. Number one, uh, did you did you watch the Nia Jax uh, shot on um, Becky Lynch? I didn't, but I got my boys hitting me up. I seen the video. Um yeah. Just your thoughts yeah. on it quick. Uh, accidental, things happen, or did it look stiff, or what's your thoughts quick? Man, it is what it is. I see worse than that, you know? <laughs> I mean, accident, non-accident, who cares? It happens, you right, know? Right. I mean, and people are so sensitive. Mm-hmm. Like, I jar already, you know, it happened. Right. I can show you a million tapes, like, like things happened, that it was for real or accident, whatever, but. No, basically she's the future and Saint Dominia Jacks. She's the future. So it's all good. Uh you talked about WWE. If the unfortunate thing does occur that they don't give you the just one shot, just one run, but they do call and say, We got an opportunity for you to be a big time trainer here at the performance center, would you take it? I would absolutely a hundred and eighty seven percent take that. Yeah. I would take it. That's my that's my, my dream job right now. 
Yeah, that, and I and I think let me tell you, with all the things that you're doing with all these these young cats and everybody else around you, I, I they'd be a fool to pass you up on that. Lastly, yeah, yeah. lastly, yeah. lastly, before you go, uh, one just one 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 of your one of your biggest ribs on the road, one of the best the best uh, ribs that you've guys done on the road. Sure, one of the one of the best ones. Oh, just one, just just one random one, like anyone that that you guys a common one that you guys are known for. Let's see, let's see, uh, boy, you're about the same problem because I'm YouTube right now. Uh-huh. So basically, uh, my first time going to California, uh, visiting Samoa Joe, I never smoked the Kush over there. Mm-hmm. So he's telling me, I got you. So one day, I smoked the Kush. I ate like 20, 20 buffalo wings, a milkshake, a soda, a beer. I went, I went all out. So after that, it was me, B-Boy, CM Punk, the Havana Pitbulls. We went to a bar, and we got crunked. It was bad. And B-Boy couldn't drive his car because he was he was drunk. The only one who wasn't drunk was CM Punk. Mm-hmm. He's legit. He's straight edge. It was a stick shift. So, of course, he was messing up his car. It was a stick shift. He cannot drive a stick shift. So we go to Tomojo's house, and basically we was trash. And... um. Rocky Romero for the Pitbulls wanted to leave, but CM Punk didn't let him because he was wasted. So they had a fight, whatever. And then after that, everything comes down, and suddenly we just fell asleep. So uh, I was next to CM Punk, and I was saying to myself, "Man, you're gonna be a rich dude in the future." I got man. I'm going to take my dig out and I'm going to piss on you right now. And that's what I did. And he opened his eyes and he's like, yo, D, because they call me D. He said, D, what are you doing, man? I said, I'm about to peel you because you're going to be rich. I said, are you kidding me? So he took my ass to the bathroom and I just went all out with my pain. Then I went back to sleep. Then I woke up. He was so pissed at me. Like, you know what you did last night? I said, nah, man. You just pissed on me. I, I didn't do that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I did remember because Joe told me about it. And look, I was right. Yeah, and 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 and, that's, and he's he became rich, and that story has become legendary because I've heard it for years, yeah, bro. But it's great. And the thing, and the thing is, man, is punk is to me, he's one of my favorite people's because I don't know about the rest of everybody because everybody hates him, but he never forget the people that he worked with, like myself. I still call him. He still calls me sometimes. He calls me and 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 put my theme song to be the sing the truth. Dude, dude is cool. In my book, he's cool. I joke around. He's a cool asshole. That's yeah. what he is. Yeah, but you know what? You know what? Not now that you mentioned, I'm gonna take notes for the next for the next one because I, I guess I you know this is gonna be fucking hilarious. I got so many I got so many role stories I want to tell you about it. Plus, what you just mentioned. Once again, where they can get you at, and uh, and plus, you guys so far, you guys are killing it in, in, in Impact Wrestling, man. And uh, just let them know what you because you have a you have a um you have a uh, an event coming up soon. Well, it was a G uh the G code yes. is coming up. Oh, G Code, uh, basically Game Changer Wrestling. It'll be Asbury Park. Um, next Saturday is myself against Alice Cologne. I think he's the future of pro wrestling, especially when it comes to the ultra violent death, but he's very underrated. So, you know, that's going to be a good fight. The next day, um, uh, I don't know if I could confirm this, but, you know, it's me and myself and my partner, Outlaws, um, Eddie Kingston is going to be wrestling Chris Dickerson and Jaka at somewhere in Rhode Island for Beyond Wrestling, another great promotion. After that, I'm doing a trip in Canada, 
um, for PWA. Um, that's November 1st, December 1st. I'm um, excuse me, November, the last day of November. I don't even know. My days are bad. I don't even know. <laughs> but it's the last weekend. Yeah. And after that, I got uh, Pro Wrestling Magic December 8th. Um, do the holidays with the family. Then my last show of the year is going to be back in New York City, uh, Impact Championship Wrestling, December, tw- uh, December 28th. Wow. Look at that. Your whole card is full through the holidays, Bob. Yeah, man, and and that's the best the best day because I'm having thoughts that I got I need a break. I don't know. I'll be talking a lot of crap. <laughs> December twenty eighth, it might be my last, and it that's the a good way to go out because it's in my hometown. You know, it's people that I love out there, and I just can't wait for December twenty eighth. Well, when a happy holidays to you and the family. I've enjoyed the Thanksgiving. I'll hit you up in the next couple of weeks so we could do another another segment of this. You're fucking awesome as always. And you always a good fucking dude when we meet up and we, we link up, man. We have a couple Thank of beers you, and we chill, man. Thanks again, man. Thank you. There is. When we come back, we got much installed. Big shout out to Homicide. Don't go anywhere, guys. Stick around. We'll be back. And you're listening to the royalty of all royalties, Turbuckle Tabloid. When I'm not fucking hookers and doing blow on the weekends, I'm listening to these guys, Jay Santi and Oski. All hail King Negro! It should be a copyright for that. We, I'm telling you, we're going to use that for every fucking show. That's going to yeah. hype us up. Survivor Sam. Oh, Survivor Sam. You hear me? Survivor Sam. Yeah, yeah, NXT. Son. I was like, um, uh, was it, um, was it what Homeboy said? Um, Summer. What? Uh, uh, damn, what was the guy's name? Summerfest, the guy who fucking announced <laughs> it. Uh, um, Jason, or was it, um, what's his name? Previn? He said, uh, Summerfest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're here live at Summerfest. Summerfest. No. <laughs> Jeff Harvey. I mean, Harvey. <laughs> so we have uh, well, NXT first. Survivor Series at NXT. NXT is first. You have the run down there? Uh, yep. Well, I have it in my head. We talk about, we talk about uh, Cassius Ono versus. Uh, oh, no. Versus. Best fucking. Tell, tell that quick so we can tell the story quick about that. <laughs> about the story about we called him? Yes. Yes. 
So we know someone. That would have been great if we had the recording of it. Too. I know. Um, we have someone who has undisclosed name who has uh, Chris Hero, Cash's owner's number, called him just to check if he was still under the number. He had the same number. And uh, his voicemail literally said, hi, it's Chris Hero here. Uh, I'll get back to you in a second. I'm, uh, I'm busy. So he goes, call me back as soon as you can. Thank you. And this you. is right when he was, he was walking going, in, down the ramp. We're going down the ramp. And, you know, we just go. Oh no! You, no. You, you do you do it better. Than I so do. what happened was is that the set person goes, "Hey man, yo, uh, right now we're watching NXT, man. That's so dope, man. You're about to get in the ring with uh, with Matt Riddle. <laughs> yo, this is gonna be. I'm you know, looking forward to have a great match. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Uh, you just lost <laughs> in like five um, seconds. Oh no. Yeah. I'm I'm about to hang up now. Wow, that's, that kind of sucks. And <laughs> Maddie and I go, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. You lost. <laughs> Imagine him reading that guy. I'm praying that, that he. bastard. I'm praying that he fucking listened to that fucking that message. Shout out to Chris. Shout out to Yeah, right, exactly. So, so Matt Riddle beat him in five seconds. Whatever. <clears throat> it, is, it is what it is. It is what it is. But you guys love him, though. Yeah, you, you guys are fucking. You don't like Riddle. bro? I'm not a. I guess I, I don't hate him. Why not? I don't hate him. I'm just waiting for the ball to drop. Wait, hold on a second. Wow. This you're is, waiting for him to get fucking fired. I'm waiting for that shit to happen. Hold on. Um, this is the thing I was telling you. I think it is. Watch. It's the muskrat singing. Shout out to my baby girl Sally who sent that to me. That Super is producer. A, oh my god, was, it was perfect. That's perfect, bro. Yo, Just Lion like King don't even look that good. <laughs> you ain't lying though. Rocky, what's you his ain't name? What's his name? Rakifi. No, no, it's Rafiki. Rafiki. Poof. I like I said, I've never seen Lion King. Well, would you be surprised to tell you I've never seen Lion King? I would be surprised. Yeah, never seen it. Never seen it. So that's your homework, and you're doing it with Sally. Gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch about myself naked okay. to show, <laughs> like you're to, in Pride Rock with the animals. To show that I am the Lion King. I'm just be. Uh, That's weird. AJ will be there. <laughs> Imagine. I'm gonna pick up AJ and I go circle of life, nude. <laughs> That'll be. I actually sound good. Places a, places secret camera before I leave. Matata. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, after that uh, debacle that happened with Cash's own elbows, here's here's my thing with NXT, right? Dave Meltzer gave reviews for it. Mm-hmm. He gave the <laughs> oh no, mm-hmm. I just want to point out that Dave Meltzer has been wrong a lot. Three hundred and sixty-four out of the three hundred sixty-five days, a lot, a year. But um, my thing is, you know what he gave? <sighs> he gave mostly every single match on this card over three point seven five stars. I I. I I think it might have been worth it of that. You think so? Yeah. All right. So let's look at it. Let's. Look, but what we have first? Shayna Baszler and uh, actually no 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 we had sorry my fault my fault what the, the, uh, no order we had um what's it called 
What's his name? Alistair Black versus Johnny Gargano. Great match. Great match. Fantastic okay, match. Okay, here's my thing with Gargano. Is he a, he's not a face. He's not a heel. They're making him a tweener. Okay. Which I'm down with. They're making him like, oh, I'm the hero of NXT. Well, you because you, you was throwing a hissy fit about him before. Okay, and you you, you were a fan of it? I, I didn't care. I, I thought it was all right. Because I know what he could the be long, the next Daniel Bryan underdog story, possibly. But I also know that there's a long story for him anyway. So they I, want they want him and Ciampa to really be the next Kevin yeah. Sami Zayn type shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So which that I was mad gangster the way you said that shit too. Like, that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Damn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so Alistair Black, I'm so happy to see him return, man. Alistair Black was missed. He's he po- looked really good too. He's posted a video of him and Zelina Vega training, like boxing in, on Instagram, or whatever. Mm. Yo, she's he's he's a he's a lucky man, man. Let me tell you, lucky man, man. <laughs> no, not with homeboy. Uh, not with homeboy. Uh, Zelina Vega, bro. She is something else. But Alistair Black and Gargano was a good storytelling match. It was fantastic from beginning to end. Uh, Alistair Black picked up the victory, of course. Mm-hmm. But Gargano definitely has a. I don't think he's gonna get the call up anytime soon. I think they're really trying to milk out him and Champa. For the long run. Oh NXT. yeah, please. That's gonna be that's gonna be the the WrestleMania their main event card. Right, exactly. So Alistair Black with the victory there. We had Shannon Blazer versus Kyrie Singh, which two out of three falls. I think it was the worst match of the night. It was. But I, uh, I, it was the worst was. match of the night on a very good card. You know what I'm saying? Like on any other day, that match could be would have been up there. It's just every single match was insane, which one of the matches on this card is for me is match of the year. I really believe is match of the year for me, so it was it was hard to to, to top, you but know? you know what I like the the finish made it strong. The finish was strong. I, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. Wait, um, um, yo, your homegirl, how you how you pronounce her name? Um, Leo Shirai. That's not an L. That's an I. I'm just gonna call that from now on. Leo Shirai. Not okay. A L. If, okay, so it's an I. Yes. So give me a capital I then for me to know. <laughs> it is a capital I. Where's the line down and then oh. line? I don't know. That's a one to me. I don't know a one. Fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Dakota Kai and um, Io Shirai. See, look, look. There's th- this. I can tell it's Io Shirai. Look, Io. That tells yeah, me exactly. it's Io Shirai. WWE puts that the tag, the capital I, like it's just a straight down line, like an L. Fuck that, bro. Anyway, Dakota Kai and, and the, I loved. I love when he has to say Japanese names. He butchers it so badly. I love it. The butcher of the names. butcher of all Japanese names. Perfect, perfect. You can make um. Takashi, oh, uh, Takashi six nine sound like a, a, a no walk in the park. Fuck that, bro. The force, the members of the for um the horsewoman of of MMA came and you know backed up Shayna Baszler, but then Dakota Kai and Io Shirai came. Yo, Io Shirai's backflip though. Yeah, her, her, people that, said people said that that put Charlotte to shame. That shit, yeah, that shit was spot on. <laughs> that shit, and, and in jeans. Yeah, exactly. In jeans, and she's cute. You would do it. You like that? Twice on a Thursday. Damn, that's from records though. <laughs> and I might and I'm a, and I and I have to go to work that night. And you cook it and you cook it for Thanksgiving dinner? Delicious. Sushi? That's racist, but I like sushi. That is it's fine. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Don't worry about it. It is what it is. Um Shayna Baszler did retain and Kyrie saying I'm assuming he's getting the not the call up, but I guess that Something's gonna happen with her. Everybody's talking about call ups, call ups, call ups. Sit your ass down. Stay in fucking NXT. I I I agree with you, but it's you know, fun. Stay there. You know, it's also fun. You know, it's also Dance fun. break. You're a mook. All right. So what's next? I'm gonna buy you Carmella's dance break shirt for Christmas. The match of the year for me. Top three. Top three. Mm-hmm. 
Tommaso Ciampa versus Velveteen Dream. NXT Championship. Great. I have no words that could possibly bolster this match enough. Like, this match was the, one of the best matches I've ever seen, bro. We it, had a conversation. We had a conversation shit. with an individual that's going to be on the show next week and which that he, he's proclaimed that Velveteen, D, uh, Velveteen Dream is the, the future. Right. And I agree. I agree, but WWE's going to find a way to fuck him up. They're going to fuck him up. They are going to fuck him up. They're going to fuck him up. I wouldn't even want the call up. I'd be like, no, you know what? Leave me here. Do you think they're going to, hey, with the call up, do you think they're going to make him like mystical like Bray Wyatt? No, they're going to make him um, gold dust. Right. They're going to make him gold dust. They'll make him gold dust. But he's got, he's got more commitment. He has more charisma. Great in ring work. More in ring work as in of this stage of wrestling at this time than what has preceded him. Here's my, here's my thing. If there, if WWE wants one homegrown to be to show to be shown up on the main roster and truly be that guy, to it's be, him. It's him. Yeah, it's him. It's not Lars. It's not Lars Sullivan. It's not No Way Jose. It's not these fucking mooks. This guy has the potential to show that every single person who says NXT's full of indie darlings is bullshit. That and the fact because that Velveteen you- Dream could could easily easily be the main champion on the and show. And that and the fact in which that um. You have you have a, a a bolster roster. You have a roster that's already bolstered to be uh, top tier, and you could find one that people who may not be able to gravitate to easily on the main roster. I didn't realize that NXT and the main roster is really that separate. Very, they're so segregated. People don't really people who watch WWE don't watch NXT. It's segregated. If you watch, it's weird. If you watch NXT, you watch Ring of Honor, you watch New Japan. You yes, watch... what I'm saying. They, but they re- people who really watch WWE don't watch that product. Nope. That's why. Is, that's why NXT is moving to Fox. You know, what I learned that from. I learned that from um from from Louis. That Louis was like, oh, I didn't know that NXT was as good. I'm like, dog. Right. How would you not? It's just. Well, it's in the same network. I I I think it's truly because of an, of it being on the network, and that's why I think in the Fox deal and SmackDown they are trying to bring NXT to Fox. Well, they want they want a more sports feel for that. That's something that we'll talk about later. But um, to me, like I said, it's I, I really is, didn't think that it was that fucking separate. It's so segregated, man. It's so separate. yeah, right. It is it's right. Segregated. It's you, you could tell what happened. I was just looking at something on Facebook. Sorry. <laughs> My boy put up a picture of his of of his um of his baked macaroni and cheese with sausage. <laughs> And Maureen put up a picture. <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> it's like, I want to eat. No, I want to eat. Oh. Dude, feed me. <laughs> so yeah, it's, um, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, you, do- I'm kind of pissed off about that though. That uh, people what? really segregate that. Because when they go up to the main roster, I would think that, you know how excited we are when they come up? Right. There's no hype. Nobody's hype because they're like, who's that? How the fuck are you going to say who's that? All right. The only time that I've ever felt that way, was um when the shield invaded right the first time mm-hmm. i knew moxley because i knew moxley from the indies uh i knew seth from ring of honor right i didn't know who the fuck roman was because i didn't watch fcw i didn't watch the, i didn't yeah i didn't it was i didn't hard watch yeah I, I didn't know who that was but once nxt came in it was like oh i'm watching this shit right and they've been th- and even with the that could be a cutting a promo right but yeah, exactly. But we'll get to we'll because, because because I, I, I one thing I do want to mention with that conversation is definitely like 
the death the death of vignettes depth the death like oh the someone, death oh, like kill, the, the killed off and that yeah. because it's so segregated they didn't think that these NXT corps needed vignettes right but because of the failures we were seeing against us we're seeing Lars Sullivan have vignettes now the the vignette would because we, we we never saw we never had a we never we never knew who these wrestlers were mm-hmm. before NXT was a thing, right? They came out and they came from the developmental and they were just brought up as a character without us knowing their past, right? right. We had vignettes now because of the NXT call ups. There's no vignettes and fans don't know who the fuck they are. But that's a cutting a promo we'll discuss on a different day. We got more reviews to talk about. All right, what's next up? Would you give Tommaso Ciampa and Velveteen Dream the, the one of your matches of the year? I would definitely put a singles match of the year. Yes, definitely. I, I, what? Definitely, definitely. His his boot came off. He saw he was wrestling in his sock, and the fans got the boot. Tommaso Ciampa's boot fucking came into the just Velveteen coming in dressed as Hollywood Hogan with the OVA over. Yeah, telling the fucking and nope, not many people know that this is a big fuck you to Hulk Hogan. It is because Hulk Hogan said you're nothing. And he, he told him and when he wasn't tough enough, he wanted him out. Yep. And this fucking kid is over as fuck. He's probably the most over product wrestler on in the in the on the car. And not man. only does all right, I, there's there's a difference between losing and there's a difference between losing great. And we always look at the big guys in the business who's done that, like Shawn Michaels. Everybody, you know, everybody put him Chris um Chris Jericho. They're guys who are put on spot on matches and you will go, oh, this person should have won. This is what the case may be. But there are individuals who can lose and lose with finesse, with a fucking, a gravitas. With them, with the losing actually could win. Like, makes you, makes, makes you, you feel like you won. Yeah. And this is what Velveteen has been doing, has been doing countless times yep. in NXT, and especially he- with his matches with, uh, Ricochet and, uh, Tasso Ciampa. Ciampa. It's it's been utterly amazing. If I were to say one thing about Velveteen Dream before we continue, which um, I definitely do want to speak about him more in the future, um, he he doesn't only have the finesse of character. He's probably one of the most impressed. He he's impressed me more, more than most of these indie people coming in because he went through a bunch of shit. Like like, yeah. like he was Patrick Clark. He was a wrestling mark. He he was not favored on on tough enough. And he said, "You know what? I'm gonna find a character." And he literally became Purple Rain. He's the and prince of, of 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 NXT right now. And 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 grabbed it and took a hold of it and ran with it. Like he he's if WWE wants to shut up the haters of saying that NXT is only NXT uh, indie darlings, use him to prove them wrong because he's right. the perfect example you could use. Right. Finally, we had the War Games match between Pete Dunne, Ricochet, and War Raiders versus the Undisputed Era. That match was like three hours long, son. That was long and as worth as long, it. It was long as, as a movie, and it was so worth it. It was worth it. It was great storytelling with keeping Pete Dunne last, double chaining him up. The the spots were insane. Ricochet's what do you call that? How many how many times he flipped? It was a four eight four eighty. I I said that was like a uh, uh twelve thousand. There you <laughs> go. Like, twelve over. I think it's over like no. Thousand. I think it was like a. Well, let me think about it. Uh, Three sixty. Uh, I got to do the math. Seven twenty. I think about this like a eight. I think it's like a eight sixty, uh, eight eight forty, something like that. Something. Yeah, it was that never seen before. Nope. Anywhere on the top of a cage too. Yes, never seen before anywhere. Um, 
the match was just a complete clusterfuck of gold. Where else would you have an episode where your mother will walk half nude <laughs> through a fucking, uh, and ramble about something we don't know about? <laughs> Turnbuckle tabloid, ladies exactly. and gentlemen. Turnbuckle tabloid. Um, <laughs> the ability, the ability to, to, to give us a match like that of that proportion just shows the difference between NXT's writing and WWE's writing. You know what? We, I, you gave me 45. How long was that match? You gave me like, it was like 45, 50 minutes. Yeah. Maybe an hour. Yeah. WWE programming, I'd be done with it. I'd be over it. Cause they're, cause they're, but we were captivated the whole time. Cause WWE, this is why I'm scared about the, the call up now because Velveteen Dream, he has the freedom to do, yo, they allowed him to wear Hulk Hogan gear. WWE, he's having none of that shit. He's having his own gimmick and it's going to be trash. NXT captivated the War Games match. They made it important. They made it must see. If if you if WWE had a war games match, would it be interesting? Hell no. Hell no. There'd be no weapons. It'd be fucking trash. It wouldn't be no. It wouldn't. No, it wouldn't be good enough. Well, which next week we'll 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 discuss with you. Like I said, we have a we have an interview next week about that and um, whole conversation about the product. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. You guys gotta yeah, you gotta, gotta listen now because tune in. we'll announce the guest after. I kind of bit my tongue here and there, but. An opinion is opinion each of its own. But when it come when when I get the opportunity to do it again, I guarantee I ain't gonna do that again. Whoa. So Survivor Series, what do we have on there? You wanted to go off on it, so if you want to start, okay. No, uh, no, no. Listen, every single match there were matches where I I don't even care. So if you want to like just have an overall view, and then we'll each match will slowly do it, but not in order. Okay, here's my uh, here's my thought about it. Okay, because I have an opinion that I don't think you agree with. I'm gonna go with the um, but you say it first, and I'll I'll, I'll I'll um I'll see if I, maybe I can agree or disagree with it. The main event was perfect. Okay. The main event was fantastic. I love the I love the main event. The main event was the only good part of the damn show. Um, actually, yeah, I'll be honest with you. I was not impressed with Rollins and Nakamura at all. Well, I which I get. They don't they don't they don't want to give you everything now, which I fully understand. They're separate brands. It wasn't as good as I was hoping. Sorry, I'm listening to you. I just watching Facebook. So boop. No, I'm watching Facebook. Remember, remember what I was telling you about my, the thing that my friend, my friend was telling me about earlier. Uh huh. This is this is the one that he fell in love with. I'm you right what now. I got? I've got 14 grandkids, two great grandkids. Okay, and my daughter say, "Oh, fly." <laughs> and I cook. I get stuff. I do Jamaican, African, whatever the fuck you want. I. By myself, that's called Soledad. You know that? Alright. Yeah, the first ladies and gentlemen. Yo, sometimes you just get people who just start saying some dumb shit on Facebook and you gotta go, okay. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> she got a fatty though. Any case. Who her? Uh, yeah, she got a fatty. Look at it. She got a fatty. It's alright. Alright, well, nothing right. special. You don't like older women. That's what it is. No, I do. Like, uh, <laughs> Soledad. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna do an overall of the show. I'm gonna be honest, and then you can give your opinion. The clean sweep was fucking terrible. Um, the tag match was not even counted, which I understand why now. Like looking back, they weren't supposed to win the match. I don't give a fuck. You counted, boss. How are you supposed to just forget about it and throw it in the wind? The main event was the only match that I fucked with, and I'll be honest with you, Brock Lesnar. When he wants to work, he can fucking work, man. Like when he wants, when he cares about the match, and he really, which is not anything good. This is I'm not saying anything positive about the fucking man because he is the most laziest individual I've ever seen in my life. He gives no fucks. But when he does, when he cares about the product, he cares about the match who he's working with. Magic, man. The main event was the only positive of the damn show. 
The tag team match between AOP sucked. I'm pretty sure it got like a star on ratings. Not even a star, something like a point seventy five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something he had. He didn't even put it over to. What else we had? The Ronda Rousey and Charlotte match, fantastic, fantastic. I'm gonna talk about my opinion on Charlotte on the wrestling review, and I'm I don't like it, but I'll talk about it on the wrestling rundown. Great match though, um, building. Great match for a building block for their for their feud, right? Great startup. Mm-hmm. What's what else did we have? We had the, 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 the Survivor Series elimination match. Fucking terrible. It was fucking awful. It was lame. I didn't enjoy it. It was fucking boring. And Braun Strowman just rammed through everyone. I love Braun Strowman, but it was fucking lame. It was boring. SmackDown had no chance. Yeah. No chance. It wasn't even fair. How are you gonna, how are you putting Shane McMahon fucking, yo, you had, you had people on, on the roster that would have made it more fair. And I swear to God, if Lars Sullivan goes on Raw, I'm gonna be tight. Well, like, the, the one thing about that match was like, you took the possible individual to actually hold that team together, maybe made it look like there was a chance for SmackDown to win. Out first. And you took him out first. You took the powerhouse. You took the Braun Strowman. Once I saw that happen, I was like, I'm done. Good night, everybody. <laughs> you fell asleep? Oh, yeah. I had to work that night. Good night, everybody. <laughs> I'm done. Adios. Cash, just check in. So, um. The women's match sucked. 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 The only positive of that match was booing of Nia Jax. Sucked. It was terrible. I'm telling you right now, if you were to give me the only positives of that show, it was the, sh- the women's championship match and Daniel and Brock. And I, and, and I can't even believe I'm saying Brock and Daniel was good. I can't believe I'm going to say this. I can't believe it. But in all honesty, oh, here we go. Survivor Series was deplorable, <laughs> disgusting, <laughs> discriminatory, and downright ridiculous. I can't believe that WWE is pushing a product in which we are supposed to eat, devour, swallow. Oof. Pause. <laughs> and push out. Pause. <laughs> and believe that the fuck? this is something that we're supposed to enjoy. Consuming the WWE product at this day and age makes us look as though we are thirsty Fiend Violating for wrestling. <laughs> Violating the people. Come on, son. This is just a travesty for us being wrestling fans, being wrestling viewers, and being individuals who want to support a product that doesn't want to support us. Sorry, I that was wasn't cha- you. That was I, I, someone else. I was channeling. I was channeling somebody there. But I do. Have who was to that? Say, I, I do have to say something about that. And 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 I'm going to. Um, do you agree with me at any points? Yes. No, no. I I agree with a lot of what you said. But and I'm also I'm gonna tell you that I'm gonna I'm gonna be one of those stupid ass devil's advocate balancing the fence things because here's one way that I'm looking at it. Number one. Thank you WWE for not only burying your fucking wrestlers but burying a fucking show and one pay per view. The show means nothing now. Not only did you just bury fucking your wrestlers on SmackDown, but you basically buried the fucking the the, the show itself. I think it. Loses it almost makes me core. seem as though that you're mad that SmackDown is going to Fox or some shit like that. Right, right. You know, you know what I thought about it. This show gave me one guarantee. There's no Big Four no more. There's a Big Three: WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, and SummerSlam. Survivor Series is not in that category no more. 
Survivor Series is not in that category no more. And I think the thing that pissed me off the most is that when I saw the tweet after Smack, after they lost the next day, Shane McMahon posted this. He goes, I don't like what I saw last night. Changes need to be made. If anything, SmackDown is the last thing that needs to be fucking changed on this product. No, no, no. This is what happened. How is Raw being gloated and celebrated as a show that's successful when they're w- fucking terrible every week? WWE buried their fucking a show. show. And I think that's, this is a big fuck you to the fans. It was a big fuck you to the fans. Because it's saying, like, we obviously love SmackDown Don't better. you get it? Raw's the better show. Fuck you. No. <laughs> Basically, you're, that's what they did. You're gonna tell me, all right? I'll give you, I'll give you two matches in general that they should have won. SmackDown, at least one. If Raw, if you're gonna say Raw is gonna be the better show again, fine, I'll give you that. Nakamura should have won. Nakamura should have won. Uh, the Bar should have won. The Bar, definitely the Bar should have won. Way, way, way should have won. And um, um, maybe that's it because I like the Charlotte finish. I like the Charlotte and Ronda finish. And um, tag team match, cool. They should have won. Which one? I'm happy that the the kickoff the tag team sat yeah, down. and they didn't fucking count it because oh you heard what, you heard what happened right? But because Vince wanted excuse me, Raw was originally going to win that match, but there was confusion in the back, and they told New Day to pin and win when they weren't supposed to. Vince wanted a clean sweep. That's why they're that's why they're forgetting about it. But New Day to pin and win, but who? It wasn't New Day to pin. It was the Usos that, that whatever it is. Yeah, they wanted SmackDown to lose. But confusion in the back caused it for the, the them that for the referee to think. I didn't sm- see that. Really, so telling SmackDown to win. That's why Vince said, "Why do you think they're not counting it? They're not counting it because Vince wanted Raw to win that match, and because they didn't, he's saying forget it, throw it under the rug." That's why Xavier Woods is pissed. That you know, that that that, that just in fucking infuriated me even more now. Xavier, like- that's why Xavier Woods had six and one on his shirt because, like, in all honesty, like they threw it under the rug because Vince wasn't happy with the finish. He didn't want SmackDown to win, but. With, with, with the way that the matches were set up, I could see where Raw is going to win, but you could have at least threw the fucking bone to, like I said, the taxi match. The bar should have won that. Right. That finish was horrible. <laughs> what? That shit was so stupid. It was terrible. Um, like I said, I could deal with the, um, the, 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 the Charlotte and, and, uh, and, I, and did, I was happy with that. I could take that. What was the main event? Huh? What were your thoughts on the main event? You agree with me on the main event? I, I loved it. And as a matter Thank of fact, you. right. And I lo- and as a matter of fact, you put Daniel on a better plateau than he would have ever been. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think so. In the beginning, I was like, wow, another squash match. But then Daniel fought back and it actually became um rather interesting. I actually got really into it. What people didn't understand is like, why did Daniel well, why what, do you put Daniel? I, mean, I think I mentioned it in the last episode. This was AJ um passing a torch or or doing uh doing the business. Like he did last year, right? When Jinder Mahal, they gave him, the, they gave AJ the belt, mm-hmm. and then he was doing the business for Daniel, Daniel which is going to be a bigger storyline anyway. What? Of course. <coughs> well, Daniel, for, Daniel, I, Daniel did this on a SmackDown. He was like, "Oh, Brock beat the the, the face out of me, basically." So great. he made a good story, which is a great fucking. If people didn't catch that, um, that 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 uh that, that innuendo, that's mm-hmm. you're a dumbass. <laughs> not, not only, not, and what does Raw give me? It was beautiful. By the way, do you saw everybody was trying to equate him to um Kirk Cobain with the sweater and all that shit? You didn't see that? Oh yeah, right, right. I saw that. I saw that. But the Kirk, oh the the Nevada the unplug plaid sweater. Yeah, no, it wasn't a plaid. It was like well, that well, yeah, card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think also with that um, this is where I go to the opposite side of it. The sweep makes SmackDown a better product. Why? Because smart viewers like. You and I 
recognize that a that was a SmackDown heavy crowd that was in the in the um very in L.A. Oh please, I I forgot about that. Thank you for bringing that up. Okay, after you're finished, I'll, I'll no no go go go. Nope, I want to. No, go ahead. No no I I. I we spoke about, but just just say what you got to say because then I can I can piggyback on it. Those fans could those fans fucking suck that night. But they were SmackDown fans. Though. I don't care, bro. They they just changed the aspect of Ronda Rousey now. How of, of what? The, okay, fucking Ronda was has been cheered and respected now because I'll, me and AJ, me and my brother talked about it, um when we were watching the show. She's fucking damn good. She's good, bro. Okay. She's a good talent. She has a good character. She was killing it. Okay. She has booed out of the building. What happens this week on Raw? She gets booed again. What do you think fans do? They follow what the past shows do. Now she's going to get booed every week, and now we have to do some change with her. She was doing perfectly fine. The crowd fucked it up. Fucked it up. I understand if you have an opinion of cheering and, and booing and stuff like that, but like after... You never, really think... It's hypocritical of you think You really think that after being in one environment is going to change the it, fucking... It, it, it the, happens. No. I've seen it happen. You know why they booed her? Because they wanted... Becky, they booed. No, but no, I don't care if they booed her. They cheered Charlotte after booing her ass for months. Okay, that's hypocritical of me. You're no, because but they were they were SmackDown fans in that building. No, but they were booing Charlotte before the match even started. When she came on the ring, booed during the match, booed. She turned heel. Yeah, fuck you, Ronda. yeah, because they didn't. But Matt, you I'm have not to getting about, this. You have to you have to get it because they have to take because. The car that they were supposed to have with Becky, they gave it to Charlotte, and she fought for Charlotte. Right. I don't want that friendship, and so I'm I, over I, that. I know what shit. you're saying. I know what you're Not saying. Not a fan of that, so I don't but care. I don't want her to fight for no one. Don't think that it's just one instance of what a crowd does is going to shift. I'm telling you is. this. Next week, if she, if Ronnie gets booed out of the building, I'm fucking done. I'm going on a rant. Why? But even I'm, I'm, nah, even bro, so, but that. why? Because now. Because now they booed everyone else. Every other crowd's gonna follow it up and go boo, fuck you, and like, and it's just lame because now they have to change her character up and make her fucking heel or something like that. Well, maybe, maybe not. But even so, it's like, how does it? How does it hurt it? Anyway? To me now, on Raw, how does it to hurt me, it? To me, it she's feels, the, she's supposed to be the baddest bitch on the planet. So fucking boo her too. To Who me, to, to me, it feels like now she's. Gonna it's get not. The, like, it's not because now she's that, gonna get the Roman treatment. But it's not because she sucks. Yeah, I think, actually, I think it's because people think she sucks. No, it's not because she sucks. It's because of. The whole Becky thing. It's a wave that happened behind okay. it. That's if it's, why. If it's about Becky's story, I'm fine with it. If it's now because of Charlotte turned heel and people think that's badass and because now she's going to get the Roman treatment, I'm not with that shit. But if she's going to get booed every night like Roman did now, fuck that, bro. I'm over there's it. no way that they're going to do it. You know why? Because they got somebody on the roster who's going to get even more booze. Nia, which is the that's, why they, that's why they're doing and this now. now. The like, Nia thing, which everybody's sitting there. I, I, um, I don't know if you have it for Wrestling Rundown. You want to talk, talk about it now. Is um they're riding a wave of what she did and everybody's pissed off about it. They're making moolah off that shit. Well, not only that, everybody goes, "Oh, she hurt the biggest fucking main event that 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 was gonna happen at Survivor Series." In which we said last week, this was a plus that it happened because now we can get Pisces at Mania, right? So people are going, "But why are you giving her the push?" Nobody said the same fucking shit about when Owen broke fucking Stone Cold's neck. He had he had, he had I broke your neck three sixteen or something exactly. like that. Exactly. Right? Nobody said shit about that. I think it's because of who you like and who you don't like. I, I think, think I think I think the Nia Hades took Nia, Nia Hades took this as dinner and they were like yes. But I also think it takes to a thing to where it's like people don't like her wrestling style, which I get. All right, she can't control her power. 
And I'm upset. No, she can if she wanted to. Because if she, if show, she wanted to, no, no, if no, she wanted no. to, that's the thing. Like Big Show, you got a lot of Braun Strowman. Okay, but they, they learned they, exactly. She needs to learn. Right. I'm saying she can't right now. You had a monster among amongst you until she lost her fucking mind and gave it up with um uh Awesome Kong when mm-hmm. she was in WWE. Right. That was their monster woman. That was their first venture to do that. Right. And she's a pro. Awesome Kong is a pro, man. She's a pro. Now on Glow. Yeah. She's a fucking pro. She controlled her power perfectly. And not only that, she she knows the she knows how to wrestle. Right. She does. As for Naya, I'm like No, she doesn't. I think I that think she's still green as goose. She sh- I I think that maybe her call up was a little bit too soon. I think that because of her size, they automatically said throw her in. She's a big a big powerhouse. She doesn't even do what you wrestle. But that everybody's much. going. Oh, she's getting a big push. No, she's not because fucking Ronda's gonna squash her. Yeah, she is. Ronda's gonna squash her, and that's that's what I'm telling you. Actually, that's what that, actually, you act- worried about her Ronda being like this big heel? Don't worry about it. They're gonna boo Nia. They're gonna more. put the they're gonna put the storyline with her and Nia, and Ronda's gonna fucking squash the shit out of her, and then that's when uh, Nia's punishment, quote unquote, right. is going to go into way. Here's another here's another argument I have with the crowd. You chant. With Brock Lesnar, same old. Ch- no, you chant Suplex City, Suplex City. The whole crowd was chanting it. Like the whole place was blown up with Suplex City chants. Five minutes later, same old shit, same old shit. Okay, then what the fuck were you just chanting five minutes ago? You're chanting the same old shit. You know you're talking about marks, like, bro. How are you chanting Suplex City? But you know you're talking about marks. But you know same old shit. But you know you're talking to marks, right? Well, then then, 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 then they're marks, bro. I don't have to tell you. These they're are motherfuckers marks. who will cheer a a a, a, a clown. Juggling a, a fucking uh, 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 like flaming what would pins, you flaming uh, uh, yeah, yeah, fucking bowling pins, <laughs> and then when he catches one in the mouth, it's like, oh again, why didn't he fucking um burn his crotch this time? It's like these are the, these are fucking monkeys. These are people who fucking copy the they they follow the same motif of you know what I came out here for? What is it talked about you? What? What? Oh, it's repetitive Christ. with them. I did something so cold, did the fuck out of here. I'm over it. I think it's just because like I'm just like But this but I have just to say this them, time so. around they were a very, before the before, and on the pre-show it showed that they were a very heavy Smackdown Smackdown uh uh audience. The Brock Lesnar shit they did uh, they uh, chant Suplex City cause it's cool to say it. Suplex City I want to be on TV. <laughs> Suplex City. That's all it's Same for. old shit. This same, is cool now. Exactly. Right? Same old shit. But pure wrestling enthusiasts enjoyed the match because fucking Daniel was like that match was good, right? The, the, yes, they great storytelling. Yes, big fan. And then, especially at the end when Daniel lost and he looked at the crowd. I mean, he looked at the camera and had the smile. Yep, like he was still like he was happy that he, he beat he he beat the shit out of him. Not only that, that I had you, right? I fucking my little ass had you, and right. you know it. Mm-hmm. I had you. That was cool storytelling. And we always, like you just mentioned, you mentioned earlier, it's like, fucking Brock always will fucking come in and call it in when he has to. And he's like, fuck this or whatever. But when it comes to big time shit. When he wants to work, he'll work. I was impressed with him that night. When he wants to work, he'll put, if he wants to put someone over, he could easily do so. He's, he, I'm not saying he's a bad talent. He could work his ass off. Survivor Series was terrible besides those two moments. And, you know. I'm just on a thing to where. Don't, um, don't, don't bury. I'm just on a thing that WWE, honestly. Thanks for the big fuck you and saying that SmackDown isn't the main show. And you don't need him. Don't you need really bro. don't. You have so many Much talent, man. And um, I think it's um, 
World Culture did a rundown of the big faces. Check it out on, on YouTube. They did a big shout out. They did a, they did a rundown of the top 10 individuals who could take that spot without any needs of what a Brock. It doesn't, it's, it's not necessary. I'd rather have Dwayne the Clowns, huh? What, for gay sex or? Both. Oh, okay. When we come back, guys, we're going to have a wrestling, wrestling rundown. rundown and, uh, we love you. Don't go anywhere. Stick around. We'll be back with Turnbuckle Tabloid with Jay the Red Santee and the Shrimp. Turnbuckle Tabloid's Wrestling Rundown. Oh, oh, oh. The main event of Termical Tabloids episode every week. We start calling that that more. Oh, listen, I got a, I got I got life changing issues that's going on with me. <laughs> listen, bro, it's only only positive. <sighs> I, I don't know. I'm gonna deal with it when it happens. I'll let you guys know. Only next positive, week. man. I'll let you guys know next week what I'm what I'm what I'm talking about right now. Wow, he's <sighs> giddy. I think you're excited. I am excited, and I just want to. I'll tell you guys about it later on. I hope you guys enjoyed the segment with uh, Homicide. Homicide, that shit was dope. Homicide, I love yo. Homicide, show much love to Terminal Tableau. That man is gonna be here for much, much more. So, um, as always, I am the Howard Stern of this segment to my old skis, Robin Ophelia Quivers. So, Oski, take it away. All right, let's start off uh, with Sabu the Prick once again. As you guys could see on social media, JR, Jim Ross himself, got into quite a fall. And uh, this isn't the first time this has happened. I don't want to assume because of alcohol reasons, but let's just say that he tumbles a lot. Uh, <laughs> he's always getting hurt somehow from tripping and he's falling. He's old. Like, nah, I don't think it's that. But remember, he has that Bell's palsy shit, too. So. Oh, all right. So you know what? Maybe that's a reason. But he does fall a lot, and he posted, and he got a, that was a nasty fall. He looked like Two-Face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> he did. He looked like Two-Face. Uh, he got fucked up. And Sabu went on to Twitter after seeing the picture saying, I hope you die, calling him a WWE cunt piece of shit, a bunch of other terms. This is why before on the show we were talking about death matches, I don't want to respect or like Sabu. He always has a problem with everyone. He's a prick, and I heard he's a dick in the back, so... Red, what are your thoughts on this uh, and, and Sabu's actions of late on social media? Also, teasing the girl in the James Ellsworth case, wishing death upon people. What, 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 what's what going on, that? Sabu? He, the Ellsworth, the, the he was like, hey, you're cute. Well, how old are you? <laughs> you like that, though. That was hilarious. But, like, honestly, like, what, what, what? What what are your thoughts on Sabu and right now? What, do you think he's happy with himself? Like, is he like what's wrong? Nah, with but him? he's always he's always been like a a bitter prick. Um, they've had he you know it's funny because years ago, if I'm not mistaken, um, Jr. was a guy who actually wanted to give Sabu a push back in WWE, 
and then pulled it back because of Sabu's inconsistency because Vince wanted to have him as to be a, a face. Right. And, um, and, and, um, in WWE once the, the ECW thing happened. Uh huh. But, uh, it was, it was, uh, Sabu fucked that shit up for him. So I, I, I really don't know where that, where, that, where that heat is coming from. JR actually got a, con- a concussion too. It just looks online. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like he got fucked. I don't know what that is coming from. He's why like, is he so he, mad? It's funny because he said that uh, I had a match with the concrete and the concrete went over. Jim Ross said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that, bro. Well wishes to Jim Ross. Sabu, um, goodbye. I have come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubble. Breaking news this week: as Braun Strowman is injured, legitimately. <laughs> What the fuck? Breaking, Breaking news. news. Braun Strowman is legitimately injured, ladies and gentlemen. As you could tell on this week's Raw, he was written off television as it says here he is going to have. Did he get hurt during that match? No. Oh, it was prior. It was prior. They written because they had the, the elbow was actually bleeding and all that shit. It was, well, it was also fucked up on. No, he, I think he had hurt for Survivor Series. Okay, because it was bleeding at Survivor Series as well. No, but uh, but but when they did the the spot on Raw, yeah. it was like it was he, it was fucked up and bleeding. And yeah, shit. well, because it was already hurt. It was oh, already okay. it was already uh, a wound there. Braun Strowman will need work. Uh, Just saying, what happened? Everything's yo. Life is a work to you. <laughs> <laughs> I should make that. A, I should make that. Life a is a work. Like, oh, life is a work. <laughs> yo, that's not bad. We always have these t-shirt days. Never do them. We gotta do them. I know. Braun Strowman is, needs elbow surgery. And the deal, like for Monday Night Raw, was to cover it. And of course, they want to put the heat on Baron Corbin and Drew and and, uh, and uh, Bobby Lashley. So he's going to be out for possibly a month. And I guess that um, that match with Baron Corbin is called is going to be called off unless he comes back in the time needed. I'm going to be the first one to say it. I'm going to say it before Monday Night Raw. I want Baron Corbin to stay as general manager. Why? I like Baron Corbin as general manager. Of Raw. Okay, he's money. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a big fan of Baron Corbin, Jim. He's a dick. He's a good heel. I think he's been. This is the most character he's ever had. He had used to have no no charisma. I'm being honest with you right now. His GM is fucking great. Um, I hope they keep him along because, but I know they do. I, they do want Alexa Bliss as, as general manager of Raw very soon. So. Well, nah, I think um, she's talking about that. She's not ready to give up on that idea that she can't wrestle. She's going to. I this. think she's going to keep fighting. She's going she's to keep wrestling. But you know, with me, it's I, tough. I I, I, I like Baron Corbin. I, I like him as I like him in that position. I really do. I'm a big fan of Baron Corbin. The general yeah, manager, yeah I, I really do. So, like when he comes out and is a dick, I enjoy it every second, every second. So Baron Bar- Braun Strowman legitimately injured, ladies and gentlemen, out for possibly a month due to elbow surgery, and we'll keep you updated with any news regarding Braun Strowman re- Strowman's return. And hopefully their goal their key, their goal right now is for him to be healthy for for Royal Rumble against Braun Strowman. He'll be back Brock. at TLC. I believe. It. All right, we'll see. Fucking bullshit! This week, the Staples Center donated ten thousand dollars to charity in honor of WWE Roman Reigns. Uh, Roman Reigns was also spotted. You all right? Yeah, I'm good. I, I just rolled my eyes because I was like waiting for this charitable shit. God. Oh, what is that supposed to mean? You got to explain your actions. Roman Reigns was also spotted at a football arena, looking good, looking good and healthy. The the charity organization. Was ten thousand dollars for children's health in honor on the behalf of Roman Reigns. You know, and what are your thoughts on? I was gonna ask you on this. What are your thoughts on WWE 
speaking of Roman Reigns, what are your thoughts on WWE using Roman Reigns' leukemia announcement to get more heat on Dean Ambrose? You're a fan of it? Hell yeah. Fuck that. A lot of people find it, uh, what's the word, over the top. But I'm here like, yo, that's heat. That's what you're supposed to do. Right. WWE plans on using that more and more for Dean Ambrose, supposedly. So You really? You know what? And, but This week on Raw, Dean said it. He was like, oh. He was like, everyone. everyone he, he, he literally said, I'm going to say it for right now. He said, everyone on the Shield got their... Got the, just did it. Just, just deserved. Just, just deserve. yeah. He goes, Roman has to face the, 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 the Piper now. Face oh, the, no, no. The, he, had him, his, he has to face his demons of what was given to him now because right. of what he's done, and, which is fucking all. You know what? Watch Dean Ambrose's Chronicles on the network. It was fucking fantastic. He he legitimately is pissed off. Like his heel character is legit. It's not no fake shit. He's legitimately pissed off, man. Like, and this is the and this is the thing that I have to say about the same thing about the Nia Jax thing, where everything, which is you have to take what life gives you and make it into a fucking money part maker. of the business, part of the business, a money maker. And Dean is doing that, right? Like I said, I wish we could get Moxley. We can't get Moxley because Moxley in the Indies and CCW and all that is fucking awesome. But he's teasing it now, and and I really think that with um with the whole the the, the Roman Reigns shout with the, the leukemia and all that stuff. Come on, man. That, that that's what makes fucking wrestling. That's what that's what makes everything whole because. It all falls out of your lap without even have to, having to write the story. So the, the, one of the main topics this week uh, that was on the headlines of wrestling was AJ Styles. Uh, AJ Styles, who just had a uh, 365 on um, the network, which was fantastic. His contract is set to expire in a few months, and people were saying that he wants a lighter schedule. He wants to be with the kids more. He wants to be with family. He's, he's burnt out. And WWE is having a hard time finding a contract for him. Do you think that he's gonna stay in WWE, or do you think he, he might find work somewhere else? No, nah, he'll stay there, and they're gonna find him. They're gonna give him the, the lighter schedule. They will, because with that, they can't lose him. They can't lose him. They, they can't. can't lose they can't lose. That you, now is gonna switch over because he could get the lighter schedule. Daniel will get the the the, the, the regular full, schedule, right. and then you have other talent up there that is gonna be on the main roster, you know, for the, the main tier like the Samoa Joes. Um, Almas, I want Almas. I, 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 I need an Almas push. Um, who else is on there? Um, um, the Randys, the Jeff, the Jeff Ray Hardys, Mysterio. the Ray Mysterios that they can bump up to Lars the main. Sullivan's gonna and hopefully, SmackDown, hopefully, yeah, and hopefully they start recognizing that certain individuals need to start doing a breakouts. Like a Big E needs to get that fucking main event push himself, or even a Kofi who could get give him a fucking title. At least one time. You I know? was thinking like Big, Biggie, Biggie. Um, I think Biggie's uh, really. I think th- Biggie's next for the WWE Championship. He should be. I really think so, man. I really, I'm really thinking that 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 we might see a new day takeover on SmackDown one day. We might see them Xavier Woods and Kofi as tag team champs, and Biggie is WWE. It, and and that's what it should be because once again, like we said, they in can't the pre- break the new day up. And like we said they in a previous can. episode, we said in a previous episode, factions work. Yeah. Factions make a product. They do. Factions sell their money. money. They want the shirt. They want the revolution. Yeah, exactly. So it's 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 one of those things that you got you got to start recognizing. No, did No, please don't tell me he broke. I'll get him later. Dude, um, you save his ass right now. Maybe the football fell off. No, but honestly, the, this is this is exactly what they need to start recognizing with when it comes to 
pushing the next product. Let AJ have a couple of days off. And I always said it. We don't need to see you all the time. Right. Let me miss you. Right. It's okay. Didn't you say AJ Styles is the example in the interview we had? Yeah. Or let some me Rollins. Mi- Rollins. I said Rollins. Okay. Let me miss I don't, you. I don't think we... I don't think we I don't think Rollins in the position to be to go away for a little bit and come back. I don't think he's he he's a special attraction type of person. I think that he's just so damn good and WWE needs him every week. There are, pe- there, there are a few people like Nakamura that you don't even see him every week. That's all right. Not everyone. But when it comes to AJ Styles, I think he'll be WWE and I think he'll be here for the long run until he's announces his retirement, which I really think he might retire sooner rather than later sooner rather than later. Give me a fucking mic! Triple H announces first ever NXT UK TakeOver show. I'm super excited about this. NXT UK will return to Blackpool for NXT UK TakeOver, and it will air live on the WWE Network. My question to you, Red, is how fucking hype are you for that shit? I love it. I'm, I'm really The more takeovers, the better, right? Yeah, yeah I'm excited. Think about it, it this way. We're getting one takeover one day on Friday, probably. We're going to get a takeover on Saturday and then the main show on Sunday. And once again... That fucking show is going to be the best show that they have in all pay-per-views. UK? Yeah. Or cool. NXT? The, the NXT UK is going to be the best pay-per-views that they have better than any WWE. Well, you're boozing a main event. Pete Dunne. That's going to be when they drop it. He drops the bell. Ugh. I know it's going to be that. It's, I am the biggest fan of the Coffee Brothers. Yo, give me the Coffee Brothers as tag team champions, man. I'm such a fan of them. NXT UK is doing really good, supposedly, with their viewership and all that. Big fan of NXT UK. Super excited for the announcement. And I'm, I'm happy that they're treating them as equal as NXT because they deserve a takeover. And Triple H is not stupid. They're going to make so much bread off this not shit. Not only that, it's also a thing to where um, they've also come to terms that I, they have the time base to do everything that they can do yep. and prepare for it and right. make everything so fucking... Monumental, and then now with the NXT UK pay per view and that fan base out there, Oof, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. I know the Coffee Brothers when they were doing the, the what culture stuff, and they were with um um their money, man. They they they're in, in progress and all that stuff. They they were fucking dope. Mm-hmm. So um, NXT so, UK so has a bright here, future. And coffee, uh, one of the coffee, but I think it's Joe. He does a lot of stuff for what culture and all that shit. Mm-hmm. So he's actually, um, he's, I'm a fan of his as well. So good luck to that man. I'm, I'm waiting, I'm waiting to see what else they're gonna have in store. And I already know that Dunn is gonna drop the belt during that fucking yep. pay per view soon. Who do you think's gonna gain it though? I think um, Mark Andrews. Mark, I was gonna think Mark Andrews is gonna do it. He's money, man. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Cody Rhodes and Joey Ryan had a match for the IWGP US Championship this week. A staring contest. And it was the most over. Do not change. Do not do a new. No, 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 no. no, no. Don't do that. Don't, don't, don't change the segment and be like, don't be tight. It was the funniest video I've seen in a long time, man. Because Joey Ryan has his injury with his arm, they were scheduled to have a match. And him and Cody Rhodes literally had a staring contest for the IWGP United States Championship. And you know what happened? They were both doing so good. The, the the crowd was chanting "Stare forever." <laughs> <laughs> Stare Where was forever. what promotion was this at? Where was this at? This was at the Elite Takeover International Assault. <laughs> and Where was that at? 
Let me figure. That's hilarious. And the the crowd chanted, (laughs) "Stare forever." So what's the stare cause? That they didn't have to. They didn't blink. Yeah, they couldn't. If if you blink, if you blink, you lose. And if you blink, if you blink, if if you if you didn't blink, you won the U.S. Championship. I did GP. What's the what's the past test of blinking? Blink. And um, the crowd was chanting "Stare forever." They were saying, "This is awesome!" Like, they, like the crowd was so hype with it, and they were both doing so good. But then Brandy came out, and she flashed. Oh, really? Joey Ryan, and he blinked, and then <laughs> Cody won, and Cody retained. Do you have um? Do you have any news about the whole um, the elite possibilities? Yeah, I was, was going to say that. Yeah. Okay, you have it. Yeah, okay. play it next. And you can't take that. These rumors have been circulating for. Months now, we've talked about it multiple times. We, you never, we never fully believed it because, like, it was just a, a shade in the rumor mill. But there's some legitimacy to this now. Um, it seems like we might be getting a new wrestling promotion, right? And it seems like the rumor right now is all in, all out. Those are they're going to be their pay per views, like the um, the Young Bucks, Cody, Jr., Jim Ross. Like I just said, um. It seems like there's some legitimacy this to this, and several WWE superstars are actually interested in the all elite, all elite wrestling um, if promo, if promotion if the promotion launches. So, my question to you is: Can we see a new WWE WCW ru- feud going on here? I don't think right now it's going to be that way. Can it be? It has a potential. Um, no, not now. Because not one day, not now. All right, but. Uh, I have to say that with everybody screaming about, oh, Young Bucks is going to invade. or Don't be surprised by two things. Number one, it's tough to sign talent to something that's going to be new like this. Because yeah. remember, you got to remember. It's a hard investment. Yeah, everybody is restricted to their contracts that they have. Obligations. Impact, Ring of Honor. New Japan whatever. to jump ship and, on a new product, whatever, whatever, um, uh, what you call it, um, agreements that certain promotions have with each other, it's cool. And people will say, "Oh, I'm an independent contractor," or the case may be is different, right? But it's still certain different when a new, a new promotion presents itself. So it's not going to be that easy to start signing, but. Because they had the, the copyright went in for all in entertainment, whatever the case may be. It was a lot of uh, um, uh, copyright and trademarks that was were, that were occurring, and they said that they were going to do this. They said that it was going to happen. Yep. The one thing that I'm looking at for this, when it comes to what could possibly put it over, is not only their popularity, is the fact that. The other outside promotions, how are they going to be able to respond? Hold no, respond by holding on to their talent, right? And you know what that would cause? Better product. Well, not only that, it's also a thing to where if you can't get like a Johnny Impact, or Johnny Mundo, whatever the fuck he's calling himself, or Brian Cage, like they they had in the All In pay per view. If you are not able to grasp those guys, who are you gonna get? Who are you gonna get? Right now in the independent realm, you have guys like a Neville. Yep. You have um, you can't even think on the top of your head because everybody's supposed to be signing with somebody. So a lot who, of people are um contract. How, how are you gonna fill your roster? 
You have you have yourself. Do you think they're praying that people are just going to help them jump on their on jump on board? There has to be some conversations with wrestlers going, "Yo, like we're starting this promotion. We want you to be automatically on board on our main roster. You jump well, ship, and we trust. Well, we you have automatically trust have because Jer- look, think about it this way: if I was in, if I was in, if I was a wrestler, right? If I was like a, if I was under WWE or 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 mainly Impact or Ring of Honor or New Japan contract, and Jericho and Jim Ross come to me and go. That's the, the, this this new promotion is gonna be backed by Jericho, Jim Ross, probably one of the smartest people in the business. Go up to you and go, listen, I want you to be our main attract. I want you guys to, I want you to jump ship, join me. If I was, I'm gonna be completely honest. If I had the money, if they if they provide, if they guarantee me the money, they guarantee me the the, the backing. I would double jump ship. Mm-hmm. Having those people telling me that it's gonna be okay, I would put my full trust in Jericho and Jim Ross, man. Yeah, but it's hard not but, to. But it's but the hard thing is like where you're gonna get the talent. I mean, you got a guys like Chris Adonis. You probably join in with probably with um what the NWA is doing with um with um Nick uh, make uh Nick uh what's his name Nick um Aldis uh, Nick Aldis like guys like that that you that'll tie into that. It's it's gonna be a different and harder role to travel to do that. So, um, can it be done? You already have a Cody Rhodes. You have a Young Bucks. You have Kenny Omega. You have, um, Cody. I said Cody. You have Cody there and you have, um, uh, Marty Scroll. You have five, four or five guys. That's automatic money. Automatic money. But then, where else? When you come to a promotion like that, how are you going to fill the rest of the roster? And I think Cody wants more of a managerial role, he wants more of in the back role. Well, creatively, yeah. So it's it's um he could be like his dad. Yep, he wants to be. He could pull, he'd probably footsteps. be able to. He probably be able to pull in um his 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 um his brother. Yep. And then you know get a, a couple of of weathered older guys to come in here and there. But I'm excited. I am too. I, it's not that I'm being pessimistic. I'm actually I'm actually no, you're being optimist. realist. I'm being optimistic for it because I want it to work. I want to see it if work. If it works, we're going to see a war, man. And I want to like, see gonna... something competitive. And it's not going to be a war to where it's them against WWE. They're going to progress little by, by little, little by, by little. little. And I won't be surprised where you'll see where it's going to occur come WrestleMania weekend. So don't be surprised and you don't be surprised where They'll find a lot of indie guys. I I wouldn't be surprised if they'll get a lot of homegrown, lower I class think scout. Yeah, lower scout. lower class indie guys, right. and bring them up like a, a like a Marco Stunt or yeah. a, um hell maybe your boy Shane you Strickland. Fucking, uh, Shane Strickland or your boy? No, I heard that Shane is probably getting a call to um, WWE, whatever. But I'm talking about like um your, even your boy. Uh, that you fucking dissed on fucking IG, um, amazing red, maybe, maybe, right. like, st- like these guys, right? I, that's an easy call for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, um, I think, I think that we, I'm excited for the future. 2019 is gonna be very interesting to say the least in the, in the wrestling world. I just, exactly. I just wish competition and success and some good fucking wrestling. Brett screwed Brett. Poor Drake Maverick. Poor Drake Maverick. So this <laughs> Survivor Series came, and as we all know, Drake Maverick um, pissed himself. <laughs> I'll just say it out front. <laughs> Suppose- Who hasn't? Supposedly, his his um, he actually peed himself legitimately. He had a urine um, machine that he was supposed to like press the button and like 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 make piss come out. Not his dick, but <laughs> out of like you know the machine. 
and supposedly it didn't work, so he had to actually pee on the spot. I just want to shout out to him real quick because his name now is Piss and uh, Drake Mav Mav Piss Drake Piss 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 Vrick. Um, my son had to pee on the spot. Uh, <laughs> God bless. He's uh, my thing. Chris Jarko said he's not a fan of AOP and Drake Maverick. How do you think it's working for so from so far? Um, I thought it was dope. Like you like him and AOP together? And now I do. Really, I, well, I do. What's Be- making you What's making you like it? Because because he's a little squirrel and he has his two big men behind him. Like, like I think I think it's more. I think it's more about um. It's the crossover factor. It's because you want him to be the voice box for somebody. And then what he's doing at 205 Live at the same t- at the same time, and I think that a lot of people will say like he's pointless, and I like no. But all this is a pain. Who else are you gonna pull with them? There's nobody. There's nobody. You could have kept um um Ellering with them. Yep, but he he stays in NXT. He's a trainer there specifically. Yeah, yeah. So, so he, it's like he he was he was with all the pain because NXT is like where he works. Those dudes need to be with somebody. I'll be honest. I would. I would give him. And plus, with Drake being in Raw, it's like the same thing with Leo Rush being with um, Bobby Lashley. They want two or five. It draws attention to two or five live. Okay, so it's a win-win. Yeah, yeah. I'm cool with that. I fuck with that man. But he, you know, God bless him, pissing on fucking command. Pissing on. Yeah, exactly. Yo, for him to do that, I'm right now. I'm thinking. I'm thinking about. Can I do? I'm. I'm not sure if I could do that. We have a um a certain uh, uh activity that we're gonna do. Possibly around WrestleMania weekend, right? And I'm trying to figure out. Oh, am I gonna, you need a diaper? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna wear a diaper to see if I can do it because I want to see if I can wear a diaper during. I'll, during I'll wear one too. But I'm trying to figure out: Will I be able to pee pee on command? Like just pee without knowing uh, on a urinal or? Yeah, that, that's gonna be difficult, man. That is gonna be difficult. <laughs> very yeah, exactly. very hard. Very hard. The cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. I am super excited for Impact Wrestling, man. I've been watching it. Have you heard the news? Which one? They are in talks with three new cable providers. Yes. Oh, God. Yes. You heard three? Which one? Impact is talking to WGN America. Yes. True TV. Yes. Yes. And Sci-Fi. Yes. Everybody could get at least two out of the three. Right? I can can watch. WGN is like still like Chicago-based. Yeah. Huh? It's like the pop ver- pop TV. No, no, no. WGN. It, it goes on your um. It goes on your cable box, but it's um. What you call it? It's it's a Chicago a Chicago based uh, uh cable company. If I was them, True TV all the way. I've been watching fucking um um Impact for the past couple of weeks. They're Brian doing, Cage. He's and, so funny, oh, man. God. Um. I'm I'm excited for the future of Impact because Impact is starting to. Oh, they're they're bringing back the X Division match. Well, he um. Recently, Brian Cage did the um, cashing in uh, yep. option C. Yeah, option he dropped the uh, the X division belt. Um, so the belt is vacant. The Telsa Blanchard, um, Taya Valkyrie, fucking Taya uh, Valkyrie feud. It's fucking amazing. Tessa Blanchard is awesome. Man. It was funny. I I kind of understand what you were talking about with her, but I was like, she's still hot to me. I don't nah, know. Dude. You I don't see know. her in person. Oh, I don't know. TV works wonders, but oh, really? Yeah, that, that, she looks like um some the guy who cuts my deli meats at the deli. <laughs> She's a butcher. She's a butcher. But no, I'm being dead ass. Like if, I, if think about it this way, right? How many viewers would Impact get if they do it right after the premiere of a new Impractical Jokers episode? 
No. Impact. Oh, reverse. If they do it before impact, impact. Oh, reverse. That they play theirs first and then impractical. Because I'm, 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 uh, I'm gonna keep it a buck right now. True TV would not be alive without impractical jokers. If you add a wrestling show there, Impact would be getting the numbers, man. Because people are aware of Two V TV. You, I'm so happy. I, yo, I'll watch Impact every week again. Because you're finding me a cable provider that is relevant, prevalent, like RageWorks, and somewhere that is easily accessible to everyone in the country. Sci-fi as well. Sci-fi would be pretty good. Well, sci-fi already had a history of wrestling before. SmackDown. So. Yeah, so they know. They know what it is. Are you seeing a, a brighter future for Impact Wrestling here? I hope so, and I really do because they are um, they are they're, they're they're on the precipice of bringing a comeback. They are. They're trying. They're trying, and, man. And, and, no, and 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 I, I think people are on board with it, and I've been entertained by them. I really am. They have homecoming coming up in um, January for their pay per view. Yep, and they already have the um, uh, Johnny Impact versus. Uh, 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 Brian Cage match coming up, fantastic! Which man. I think is going to be a great match, especially with his teasing of uh, um, uh, the Killer Cross wanting to align himself with with Johnny Impact. Yep. And I'm like, I like this. I, I'm, I'm 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 into this. I really am. I really am. And you can't be. I just watched this week. <laughs> I watched this past week the um, the Eli Drake. Yeah. Uh, th- Thanksgiving. Did you watch it? The Thanksgiving thing. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't he jokes, man? Yo, Eli Drake is really money, man. 2018, and I and I'm gonna put him as a nominee for uh, uh what is it that we have for our word? Uh, Terminal Tabbies. The Tabbies as a nominee for best wrestler of the wrestler year. Wrestler of the year. I, wow. I, yeah, exactly. So that's the impact candidate. Yeah, I I have to put him up there because. Not only is his wrestling spot on, but his fucking promo work is ridiculous. And let me tell you something, dummies. When you come in here, hold on, wait, wait, wait. I'm going to put the spin on. This is why it comes Thanksgiving time. When, when it comes Thanksgiving time, I'm Eli Drake, and all I do is I drink. I bring, just like Thanksgiving, I bring the sides. I bring the desserts, the main course. Hell, if you want me to be the turkey, I'll be the turkey too. But oh, don't don't cut me off. Don't don't, don't ever cut me off because Eli Drake don't like when nobody cuts me <laughs> off. Because Eli will let you know that you dumbest out there don't even understand that when I bring the main course, when I bring the dinners and Thanksgiving, this is what I do. Now you can spin the wheel again, yo. He Damn, was AJ fucking. Snoring, son? He was fucking gold, yo. He's money. He's been money He's for the past gold. year. Yeah. He has the physique. He has the character. He has the charisma. Don't be shocked. He's probably he's probably gonna be NXT's next call call on the phone, man. Again, <laughs> again, yeah. The cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. WWE is well aware of the criticisms and the hate they've been getting, and uh, they've actually had they actually have a questionnaire on WWE.com that I want you to answer for me. Are we over time? Uh we're getting there. Don't worry about it. I'll, t- I'll tell you. All right. Let me know when we have yeah, to yeah, rush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick questions. WWE, these are the questions WWE has asked fans to answer on the internet to get a better following to listen and to maybe make changes. Okay, ready? One of the things was asked was whether fans believe the company focus, focuses too much on their corporate interests. Do you believe that? Yes or no? Does the what? Do the do, do you believe the company focuses too much on their corporate interests? Yes. 
Okay. They also asked if fans feel like storylines are not given enough time to develop. So do you think storylines are not giving enough, given enough time to develop? Yes. Um, and do you believe some great wrestlers aren't getting the cover, the covers they deserve? Yes. So that's an obvious one. There's also a question on if fans want to see wrestlers taking off, taking off, talking off the cuff, which means no script. Yes. And is there enough, uh, is, if, is there enough unique personalities? No. Are the current champions have? If the current champions haven't earned their spots, have the current champions earned their spots? No. The most, in question, most important question that was asked was if the shows are too long. Are the shows too long? No. About Raw and pay per views. Give me, give me wrestling. I don't care about. That's what. That's, three hours is not long if you give me good wrestling. Right. But yeah, I don't you know, care about that. So. Those were on WWE.com. That's a survey. I'm surprised they're actually asking us this. <laughs> All right. No changes are going to be made from it, but hey, they want to see. They want something. Right. Hopefully, a change. So, Raw SmackDown review. Let's wrap this show up. Nah, do it quick. Oh, what's the main? What's the main topics on Raw? We got, we got we got a dip, bro. We got a dip. Yeah, yeah. What's the main ones on Raw? <sighs> Big ones on. Who gives a fuck about everything else? Braun Strowman. And Baron Corbin were announced for TLC. That shit was an hour match. Like, what the fuck? That shit was... I hate that shit. Yeah, that Yo, shit was bad. I'll, I didn't like know, that I'm, shit. I want to cut into a promo one week. The six-man six tag matches suck cock. Yeah. Six-man tag matches suck cock. I always told you. I told you that. So, we... I mean, yeah. It sucked. That six-man tag boat. Bring it on. Anyway. So, we had Braun Strowman um, in a six-man elimination tag match with Elias Finn Balor. I still don't know what the fuck Braun is supposed to be, but I'm okay with that. I don't know if I'm liking Elias as a heel, as a face. I'm just gonna be real. Yeah, that's not, that's not gonna work. I don't think so. <laughs> I really don't think so. Uh, it works for now, but okay. I don't think it works for the the story or the angle they have him in now. It's something different. So right. So um, I love that they always sprinkle Finn Balor. Yeah, a little. They can always rely on Finn. They can always rely on Finn. I like that. Oh, shit. that's all right. You can always rely on Finn. So, it was announced that Braun Strowman is going to face Baron Corbin at TLC, and if Baron Corbin wins, he will become the permanent GM of Raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Fuck. And the next, <laughs> it's like who cares? I mean, who gives a fuck? Me? Why? Because I want Baron Corbin to stay as Raw General Manager. All right, whatever. But who cares? Like, that's just, to me, that's just yeah. a stupid fucking storyline. It is. It is true. True. Seth Rollins was tracking Dean Ambrose all night, which I found the story compelling. I, found, I, did, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed it. I, I did. I like Dean Ambrose saying, "Yo, I, you know where I am. I am. I, I'm worried." Little by little, they're, they're releasing Dean Moxley. Dean, little yeah, and they I'm, are. And I like that sprinkles of Dean, and it was a cat, a cat and mouse game the entire night until. Uh, What's that smell? What oh, is yeah. that smell? Is it the the, the 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 putrid smell that comes out of L.A.? What's that smell? Lucha House Party defeat the Revival. Ronda Rousey defeated Mickey James after Ronda Rousey coming out to We Want Becky Chance. And looking terrible after her brutal attack with Charlotte. Still came out. Won the crowd over, I think, after showing that she could be a fighting I, yeah, champion. Yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. You know, and I'm happy about that. Bobby Roode and Chad Gable defeat AOP to getting a championship match in the future. I like that. I'm a fan. Yeah, right? I'm a fan. No, I'm like, I like Natalia defeated Ruby Wright, which this whole this whole feud. I'm not. I don't care. I I'm, I'm really don't care about this fucking feud. I wish Ruby Wright would just become champion. I want Ruby Wright and fucking Ronda Rousey. And I want Ruby Wright to put a fight. Up. Ruby Wright would not get in that title contention anytime soon. She deserves it, though. She won't be. I know, but she deserves it. She like, won't be. Main event it ended up being Dean Ambrose coming down to the ring. 
causing a big pandemonium. I'm talking shit about Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins comes out. Dean Ambrose does two dirty deeds. Calls it a day, and their feud continues. SmackDown Live, we had the Thanksgiving throwdown <laughs> match between the New Day and the Bar and Big Show, which was a complete clusterfuck. Big E ate a turkey's ass. You saw that shit? Yeah. He had a turkey. He was like, like eating, like, literally eating the turkey's ass. Like, like it's a sexual shit. That's nothing wrong with that. Good. Um, we will continue to say it on this show. Big E is almost. I think, I think he's gay. I swear. You, think you know, so? ain't nothing wrong with it. Like I said, but I just be honest with gay. yourself. You know, let him be the first gay wrestler. Okay. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Um, Darren Young locked that shit down. Next. Where's he? He, is he? he done? <laughs> yeah, he's done. So. Probably in the <laughs> most. Interesting and intense promos in a while. Daniel Bryan comes out and explains his his his, uh, his actions, saying that the old Daniel Bryan is dead. The Yes Movement is dead. He talks to he was talking to himself. Like he was very mystical. I and loved weird, it, I and I fucking, fucking loved, loved it. it. I loved it. Daniel said that they moved on quickly from since his retirement, saying basically saying fuck the fans. How he's gonna how don't let your dreams be dreams, and how. He's going to continue pursuing his dreams without any of us. Yeah, I love it. And I love it. And he's screaming American Dragon to me. I love it. Bring it back. He's doing what he's doing, the crawl. Yeah, he's I doing, love he's it. He's doing... He, oh, my God. You don't even know. I know. My fucking dick gets hard when I see it. <laughs> wow. Thank you. <laughs> Fuck. Especially when I saw him do the crawl. I was yeah, like, the crawl was like, Holy yes. shit. I was so happy. He's bringing, he's bringing a mystical, badass American... American um. American Dragon back, which I think he needed really bad. Yeah. Like, like you know, I think his um, yes chant got kind of boring after a while. Charlotte Flair wants a fight. She comes out. She's pissed off. I'm gonna be the first one to say. It. I know we gotta be quick, but I'm, I'll go on a rant another day. Fuck you, Charlotte. I don't like what your gimmick is now. Stop being a be- stop being a fake Becky. Stop being a fake Becky. <laughs> it doesn't work for you. Is WWE really really trying to make Charlotte the new Becky? Like, nah, son. Becky Lynch even said it. She goes, um, oh, I see some chick on SmackDown trying to be me, and she got fined a hundred thousand dollars. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Charlotte comes out, beats both the Iconics. After, and, um, Which I think wasn't bad, though. It wasn't bad, but I don't like how Charlotte's trying to be a badass now. It's either you're a face or a heel. Don't be a tweener like Becky. That's yeah. fucking lame. Not a fan of that at all. Next, we had the Bryant brothers, two jobbers defeating the Miz and Shane McMahon after the Miz wants Shane McMahon and him to be a tag team. The Why Mi- is Shane still... This, that, that's what bothers me. Shane, you're good for one spot. Leave. Are bro. you trying to tell me that there's not enough talent on the roster to keep that, that SmackDown's been the show for a long time? Don't fuck this up. Well, I don't man. need you. We don't, don't need fuck you. It up. We don't need you. We we really don't. Like if anything, the Miz should be like You're 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 uh a uh, 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 one spot fucking uh uh entertainment purpose. We don't need you continuously. Yeah. If the Miz wanted to be a Can a, you slide my man Samoa Joe in there? Yeah, where's my where's my love for Samoa Joe at? Exactly. No love. New Day defeats Barr in the Thanksgiving feast fight. I already said that. Oscar and Naomi defeat Mandy, Mandy Rose and, and Sonya Deville. The highlight of the of the show for me was Randy Orton versus Rey Mysterio, which was a great match. Yes, and Rand and Randy took off Rey Mysterio's mask, and to be honest, the screen caught Rey's face exactly multiple the same times. Thing. And which, by the way, we know what you look like, bro. Yeah, you you see your Instagram is full of you without the mask. So yeah. let's just not do that. But that few of Randy and Rey, I know it brings back old times, WrestleMania twenty two and shit. Yeah, so but I I like it. I like so. it. Though. Randy Orton. For anybody who ain't seen it before, you see it now. Randy being a vicious prick. And that was SmackDown Live, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for watching. That's your new. That's and your I got to tap out. Oh, that's, that's your new call out? It could be. Okay. All right. Testing so, the waters. Um, 
I'm not gonna do the rundown because you already know what it is. Yeah, so. where you? We got three hours. So. Oh shit! Yeah, we gotta go. So um, yeah, uh, guys, I'm the king of talk style. I'm the king of jerk style. And we're gonna get out of here. So you guys take a bump. Extra, extra, read all about it. Take a gander at Turbuckle Tabloid. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Ignition. Lift off. Turnbuckle Tabloid.